0: happening everyone. Welcome to Paranormies. I'm Johnny Minoxide and tonight I'm joined by Dogbot. What's happening man?
1: I'm just really glad that Reinhardt is getting better after the uh, albino gorilla bit him and uh, he's getting over the sickness. Yeah, it's strange.
0: It's a very strange bite. It had something to do with the moon too I think.
2: Uh, anyways, yeah, speaking of Reinhardt, Reinhardt's
0: with us tonight. What's up man?
2: Not a whole lot. Banana fever is crazy, I'll tell you that.
0: Uh, there's a lot of banana fever going on in uh
2: yeah
1: I mean, we're, we're paying we're paying fake twenties for bananas now <laughs> <laughs>
2: ah, yeah. do they do they have like Harriet Tubman on them or I think that might have <laughs> been the problem he got
0: ahead of himself and just put Harriet Tubman on them
2: I just <laughs> did, I, did I just piss the gorillas off I guess yeah I guess I guess that's what you
0: <laughs> yeah that'll happen <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that show trial is still going on. Apparently, Alex McNabb's twin sister is an EMT uh, star witness.
1: <laughs> is it not just Alex in a wig like uh, <laughs> well, right. the Brett Kavanaugh I mean, hearings?
0: Yeah, no, let's be honest, fam. It's literally Alex in a wig. The eyebrows, <laughs> the scar.
2: Like, if you moved her hair.
0: I know where Alex has a scar over there. I, yeah, that's Alex.
2: I know Does Alex. Does she have the, the stretched ears, too?
0: Her ears were covered by her hair.
2: How oh, about, that's uh, enough for me.
0: Right, right.
1: How, how about the the defendant and his lawyer uh, giving salutes to Rome? Uh,
0: yeah, you see that picture. Well, uh, yeah, they all they they were all asked approximately how tall George Floyd was, I guess. <laughs> or so
2: bad, or average Roman height. Average, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: but yeah, that show trial's still going on. It's ridiculous, and anybody who's who's watching it live is seeing the most absolute circus of like scopes monkey trial levels of circus but we're not gonna get into that that's not why we're here tonight let me see real quick we got two donations in bitcoin one for 20 one for 24 24 which is cool i think they just accidentally hit that way because you know how bitcoin fluctuates oh yeah we had, uh, I forgot to mention on the Nationalist Inquirer that we got some stuff in the mail. We got a record, and I didn't mention the record. I feel bad about that.
1: Was that the thrash record that yes. the guy said he was going to
0: send me? Yeah, the thrash record. I have the thrash record. Yes, that would be, um, what. what's the name of it? Outbreak? name of the album is mm. Master Stroke. Wow. Stroke, yeah. Look forward to checking that out. Yes. Uh, And we got a $20 donation and a little note says, here's a donation and some more info on Fate Magazine. If you're interested, I enjoy the show. Keep up the great work. Cheers. All right. And he sent a uh, a subscription form for Fate Magazine. I know Skull was talking about either his mom or his grandmother used to subscribe to that. It's a... I guess it's like an aliens and uh, coast-to-coast type magazine. Interesting. I've never looked at it before. Well, some of the covers are like uh, issue 737. Kraken. Uh, Giant squids roam the sea bottoms. Little is known about them until now. Another one. Uh, Extraterrestrials have been identified. They are here. Learn more about them. (laughs) Serpent lore. It is found in all cultures. What powers do snakes have? It's that kind of magazine. So, you know. Ooh. That sounds kind of cool. It's like, cool, schizo. yeah. Uh, folks, listening, Don't mind the cough drop. Uh, I am working through the sore throat, runny nose thing. So sorry about that. But I'm not going to be able to do the show without it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm right. just glad it's not, you know, pubes in your throat from wearing masks. No. no. The only masks that I've worn recently, because I have to wear them at work, is uh, a, a gator that's been washed about a gazillion times. So there's no... More in my gator.
1: Yeah, also, the only one it, I wear has a zipper.
0: All right. What? Um, just okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking gimp mask, but let's not. Let's not.
2: All right. <laughs> that's uh, actually what I pictured. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's exactly what everybody did.
2: But then, but then we have more questions, so we're just going to move right. on. We're just going <laughs> to
0: keep on going.
2: And night, and night vision goggles.
0: Is that what they're calling them these days? That's a Silence of the Lambs reference, I think. Ah, this is a very confusing thing you got going on with your mask here, DB. Anyways, all right, I'm trying to be compliant. <laughs> Doesn't sound like maliciously that. compliant. Come on. Well, I've seen the the mask hole videos. People have been posted in Texas where there's no mask mandate and people are still screaming at people to wear masks.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot. of I haven't seen a lot of that in person, uh, but I have gone in places that have big signs on the door that say we still wear masks in here and I don't and nobody says anything to me. You just just don't comply. to With the stupid signs, just be like, I'm not going to be in here very long. I don't I don't like you. I'm just getting what I need in here, and uh, I don't want to be around you because you still think wearing masks has some level of importance, and I I don't respect you. That's all you need to say.
0: All right. That's a lot of words, but okay. I just tell him, shut up, faggot. Like, I just kind (laughs) of nod, smile, and walk away. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, anyways, real quick about the record. There was a note attached. Uh, Oh, nice. Yeah paranormies, I thought this album would be appreciated by you guys or someone else. You know, you know, it's not easy to share bands like this and not get banned from places like Reddit. It's a 1986 release from a Quebec thrash metal band. This is a handwritten note. This is like, whew, I'll, I'll this post, is so cool. I'll post this note in the in the chat while I'm done here. It was their only full length album, and it was limited to only a thousand copies officially. Anyways, thanks for all the great content and your dedication to the truth. P.S. The recent songs that caught my attention were A Link in the Chain by John Nada, Death Pile by Death World, Ein Z" by Grima, Burial by Russian Circles, Thanks, and May Christ Guide Us to the Victory with the Gift of the Holy Ghost. Right on.
2: Awesome. Amen, dude. That's fantastic. What a Thank great
0: you. letter.
1: I get some very complimentary direct messages about my uh, choice in break songs, and I appreciate it very much. I'm glad that, uh, people enjoy uh hearing stuff that they may or may not have heard before puts them in a good mood.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people a lot of people like your choices in music cuz a lot of times what you pick goes along with the subject or something similar or it always has some sort of connection to what we're talking about. I like that.
1: I'd really like to pick swarm intelligence's brain because a lot of his a lot of his song titles give me the impression that he might be uh at least adjacent to stuff that we're into. Oh, with yeah. song titles like false flag and deep fake and and uh stuff like that.
0: Yeah. There well, there,
1: are, there are more. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but
0: yeah. yeah. But I mean, you got to remember that the um what's his name? The conspiracy music guy, conspiracy music guru from Bitchute. the guy that did the whole um I told you so. Thing that we, we played that one week. Yeah, he's got the new one where it's uh, television watching, brain dead, whatever. It could nice. be like that. That tier could be that tier, you know, because that conspiracy guru guy doesn't really name the Jew, really.
1: Right. They, they'll, they'll name the Kabbalah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, Kabbalah
1: yeah. practicing like, elite. I,
0: I, elites. Okay, okay. Ah, they'll, even, they'll even
1: put they'll even put the entire uh, protocols of the elders of Zion. Oh yeah, in
0: their,
2: in oh their yeah. Conspiracy book.
0: Yep. All yeah. seventy-two pages of it, or however many pages it is, I can't remember.
2: But not naming the Jew.
1: Long no. enough. Not it's just long. It's long enough to to right. take up a decent chunk of your book. Yeah, bro. Not Name. just
0: not just not naming the Jew, but. Vehemently defending the Jew.
2: Yes. That's mm. like Gary Wayne. Gary Wayne does that. He, he'll name, uh, I mean, he's got the protocols in there, it talks about how evil and satanic it all is, but doesn't name the damn Edomite to save his life. Which is like, you're already, and this goes for anybody who does that same thing. It's like, you're already 99% of the way there. Is it really, really that painful just to call them what they are?
0: I mean, you know, getting deplatformed all over the place and losing income from it is probably frightening.
2: How many of these people, honestly, though, make their income from what they do? Probably I'm not sure David Icke does. Oh yeah,
0: well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but David Icke, the thing is, is David Icke names the Jew and he's called an anti-Semite, you know? Yeah. And he's,
1: Wait, does he name the Jew or does he just hate Israel? No, he or named does he Jew. name the Zionist.
2: He yeah. early on he named the Zionist and called out Israel, but now he's full on naming the Jew. Mm-hmm. Um has I been guess, for years. I guess those interviews have been scrubbed from YouTube. Uh yeah, most, most likely, of his newer yeah. stuff has been.
0: Yeah, you can't find his new stuff on YouTube at all. Actually
2: uh, for for you guys I've got a question uh, because you guys have been around a little bit longer Uh, when do you first remember seeing David Icke just as a side note quick side note
1: Uh, about 2005 uh, he was brought up on some TV show I was watching as a crazy conspiracy theorist that believed people were reptilians and then they cut away to a scene of the popular 80s science fiction miniseries V. Uh, where, uh, yeah, yeah, where, wow, where that, wow, they used a cutscene from that V. was Literally, the plot that yeah, that was the twist of the for for Zoomers like Reinhardt here. Well, no, uh, there was a there was a remake. There was a remake. That was the twist. There was a remake of the v. aliens were actually human eating reptilians, reptilians. Right on. Well, v. there was a
0: there was a remake of V fairly recently, and I'm pretty sure that. The reptilian aspect wasn't as Jewy, I think, as the original one. The the original one might have been pretty based. Might have been. I I don't remember. I'm too young. When it was on, I was too young to have remembered. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember, you know.
1: Well, this was before there was sexuality diversity quotas in TV series. So Mm -hmm. Robert Englund played uh, basically a flamboyant homosexual But they didn't say that he was. They didn't say he was a homosexual. They just made like they did in many '80s movies and TV series. They just made the gay person just act very flamboyantly and dress very flamboyantly. But they never openly said that they f
0: dudes. Oh God, there was a lot of shows that had that character. What was the show with Ted Knight where he was the cartoonist and drew like the little lamb or something? And he had his two daughters that lived upstairs with the gay dude, but wasn't gay.
1: Well, I don't, I don't remember all. Diary other- Van Frank. No.
0: <laughs> but it's the exact same thing. Every in that that era of there were then there was Three's Company, where the one dude had to pretend to be gay, and you had uh, other shows where you know the dude, the flamboyant guy, wasn't gay, but there was always like a gay reference or. You know, yeah like uh, like undertones. the
1: black dude on mannequin
0: right uh, absolutely right Well the black dude uh, well he was gay. Uh, what well, did he was he actually gay? did they say he was gay in Revenge of the Nerds? I don't remember.
1: Uh, I, I think they, they uh, referred to him as a because when they were designing the bouncing javelin mm-hmm. for him. For for the competition for his limp
0: did throwing style, they said.
1: Yeah, for his limp wristed, defeniment throwing style. That's like, right. I don't think they out, outwardly called him a homosexual, but it was obvious yes. he was. Yes, especially to the other black dudes, the other black power dudes, in their uh, the lambda
0: whatever thing. Right. When they went to the yeah, and all the regular blacks were like, "Who the fuck is this gay nigger?" Like, yeah, this is the nigger yeah. faggot here. All
1: right, but he's not on. He's not on the down low.
0: Yeah, right. You supposed to be on the down low if you do that shit, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. All right. All right. Ugh. Gross. All right. What are we doing? Um. Prince Prince. I mean, we can't not talk about it. I know we have content, and this isn't shit posting. Why do I feel the need to explain myself? All right. Prince Philip died. <laughs> Prince yes, Philip died. the bastard is dead. Yeah, the bastard's dead. Or is you know this is when they're announcing that the the death happened and it's you know the date is April 9th it is the 99th day of the year he was 99 it's a lot of 3 plus 3 3s lot of
2: also a lot of nines mm-hmm. um yeah it died age 99 99th day of the year just between those uh you've got Three hundred and sixty. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Hmm. Circular day. But he wasn't a
1: fan of nine inch nails.
0: Surprisingly, no. No, I think they were a little hmm. uh, okay. he was a little from All right. Yeah, they, that would have been a little bit too um, up tempo.
1: Too many nines know. at that point. Probably. Probably. His
2: his Did main he, song he liked to to get down to was uh Constantinople. Okay. Did he dress to the nines? They might be giants. Yeah. Well,
1: no, probably the Frank Sinatra version. But uh, yeah, Mm, the the "They Might Be Giants"
2: cover is pretty catchy. (laughs) It is. Probably went with the "They Might Be Giants" just for revelation of the method.
0: Yeah. That's (laughs) wow. There you go. Yeah. Never thought about that. Never
2: thought. I'm really wondering. I'm
0: really (laughs) wondering what Reinhardt's
1: familiarity is with the discography of "They Might Be Giants."
0: What's wrong None. with they might be giants?
1: <laughs> um,
0: they're fun. Yeah, <laughs> they're fun music. What's wrong with them?
1: Oh, nothing. They're just a big nerd band. Yeah, they are. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, one of my favorite <laughs> pr- one of my favorite Prince Philip quotes. Oh God, the was, quotes. His well, quotes well, are awesome. Well, when he went to when he went to the Aboriginal uh, Culture Park in Queensland, Australia, he asked an Aboriginal businessman. Do you still throw spears at each other? And the guy replied, uh, no, we don't anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he had a couple. Somebody in our chat posted a couple of interesting ones, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I
0: think, like some I think of my them favorite
2: were... one of his,
1: though, is, uh, in the event that I am reincarnated, I would like to return as a deadly virus in order to contribute something to solve overpopulation.
0: Man, I wanted to save that one for the last, and that's going to piss me off, and I wanted to do the funny ones first. No. Damn it. Oh, well. I think that is
1: a funny one.
0: It is. It is, but this one's good. Do you work in a strip club to a 24-year-old Barn Staple Sea Cadet, Elizabeth (laughs) Rendell, when she told him she also worked in a nightclub?
2: If you stay here much longer, you'll go home with slitty eyes, he remarked to a 21-year-old British student during a visit to China in 1986.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. You managed not to get eaten then to a British student who had trekked in Papua New Guinea during an official visit in 1998. Because, you know, they eat people in shrunken heads and shit, right?
2: You yeah. can't have been here that long. You haven't got a potbelly, said a British, tu- said to a British tourist in Budapest, Hungary, <laughs> in 1993. Wow. <laughs> it looks
0: like, excuse me, it looks as though it was put in by an Indian. He later clarified his comment. I meant to say cowboys. I just got my cowboys and Indians mixed up. He meant dothead <laughs> Indian, and you know it. <laughs> you know the laboring class that Prince Philip would know. In India, or brown, the ones that are putting in the lights and stuff, that are you know doing the maintenance, you know, and all that. Yeah, the ones that
2: Winston Churchill starved out in a total genocide. Right.
1: Hey, <laughs> right. At, at ninety, he was still horny as fuck because when he met with twenty-five-year-old council worker Hannah Jackson in two thousand twelve, oh, God, uh, she was wearing a dress with the zip running the length of its front, and he said to her, "I would get arrested if I unzipped that dress."
0: The picture of her. <laughs> And He's standing there, and she's standing next to that very, very ugly woman, dude. That's that, not a woman. dude that Hannah Jackson in the red dress—that's a guy.
2: That's a dude. That's, that's, a, a, dude. Training. Well, that's a training. It's not surprising because he had a uh, several the... gay liaisons in yeah. the fifties and sixties. Right, right. But look at the neck.
0: Look at the neck. Hang on, runner. Right, hang on. We're, we're analyzing. Look at the neck.
2: In look hence. at those arms, dude.
0: Enhance. Enhance. Yeah. What? That's, what picture are we looking that's at? That's a here? guy. The one where it's uh, in the thread, it's, I don't know, it's the second from the bottom. It's actually the last one with the quote.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, oh, that's a guy. Nope, nope.
0: That's a guy. That's a dude. That's a guy. Well, if we do a mega, that's going in the mega. Well, somehow put that in the picture, Reinhardt. Put that thing's face or whatever. Put that in the picture if you can.
1: Shit, you can make that the head of the horse
0: in the yeah. picture. You could. You could. There you go. All right. There we go. Prince Philip died. Uh, speaking of Prince Philip, Bella has said she wants to do another Royals episode. And uh, we don't want to get too much into Prince Philip right now, so we'll save it for then. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I don't I don't think anybody wants to get too deeply into Prince Philip. I'm sure it's pretty gross in there. Ew.
0: You know, I thought it was funny. Was that he was in the backseat of that car looking like a cadaver? And already, well, wait, wait, wait. He looks just like, um, what's his name's stepfather in Shaun of the Dead in the backseat. Oh, that's right. Whose name yeah. was also Philip, who died and turned into a zombie.
1: that actor has played every stuck up evil Britishman. Oh, yeah, in every movie I can. I think he was in the Golden Child, and he turned into the demon.
0: Golden Child and turned into the demon.
1: The Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah, I know, movie. I know the movie. I know the movie that
0: wasn't the same guy.
1: And he starts record scratching on the like spinning word things that they that right. they use. Right. That right. Remember that was funny bit, right?
0: I want the knife, please. Yes, I've seen. Wow. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: But that, the, that d- the 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 uh the claymation they used for that demon oh, the scene claymation for at the, the end demon was somebody. hilarious
0: that's not the same guy that's not the same guy the guy with the red beard and I don't have to look but i'm like ninety nine percent sure it's not the same guy are you sure yeah the guy who was like like he would say words wrong Yeah, you know, he's like the main bad guy he was looking for the knife he turned it into the dragon but he was
1: was it a dragon I thought it was a demon but or a demon was super, whatever it was a demon super with wings and, yeah
0: it was day glow and claymation and eighties and bad.
2: Yeah. Daygo, Claymation? Day Whoa.
0: glow, day glow. 80s. Whoa. Day glow. It's a thing, it's a color scheme from the eighties, Reinhardt. I see. Your dad uh, had
2: shirts probably that were of, of those color scheme. How old do you think my dad is? I don't know. <sighs> 40? 5? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> dude, that's the same guy.
0: Is it the same guy? No way. Post that in the chat. Is it really?
1: Yeah,
0: that's the same dude. Okay. He, well, with the with the hair and the beard and stuff, it doesn't look like him, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Hollywood. Oh, well, whatever. Yes, he was the one with the ayante dagger. I've seen that. Sado Noomse. So
1: yes.
0: <laughs> Brother
1: Noomse. <laughs> Sado Noomse.
0: Oh, God. What was his name? Um, Clarence Yarrow. He called him. It
2: was Jarrow. Clarence Yarrow. Yes. Yarrow. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. That's a disgusting root. Anyway, Eddie
0: Murphy. Yeah. He likes trannies.
2: Yeah, being caught once is is one thing. Being caught twice is retarded. Being caught like eight times,
0: yeah, it's like, just okay. like it's just like, dude, just admit you like chicks with dicks. You know, just admit it, Eddie. It's fine. You're in Hollywood, so it's okay to be weird.
1: So what's worse, Eddie uh, Eddie Murphy's proclivity or uh, Bill Bill Cosby's that uh, he's in prison for?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, at least. <laughs> Eddie was honest about it, and Bill's drugging chicks. What probably yeah. happened was what probably happened was is Bill got a chick back into his dressing room, started you know going at it, found out it was a dude, freaked out, didn't want to do that. So from then on, he figured he'd just knock him out first so he could check.
1: <laughs> you should have been his defense lawyer,
0: just saying. I'm just saying. Look, look. I grew up listening to Bill Cosby records. I love Bill Cosby, and it is a shame that that old nigger is going to die in prison.
2: Can we can we get that as a drop from Johnny? I love Bill Cosby.
0: Can we can we pour? Can
2: we
1: can can we pour out a thing of jello pudding for for old Bill?
0: (laughs) You can pour out a pudding pop. I don't care. Yeah. Look, I grew up listening to Bill Cosby's comedy records, like every day after school in like third and fourth grade.
2: Weird flex, but okay.
0: That's what I did. I, my grandmother would pick us up from, from school. She would take us to her house. My mom would get off work at like six. So we'd just hang out there and watch like Land of the Lost and other OG Hanna-Barbera productions. <laughs> and uh, Bill Cosby.
2: Yeah, Land of the Lost. That's some dark crystal revelation of the method right there.
0: Dude, the Sleestax? stacks.
2: These people are slea stacks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: We're getting back to David Icke stuff, huh? Right.
2: Yeah, we're not doing David Icke, though. (laughs) No,
0: we're not doing David Icke. We're not doing David Icke. Different (laughs) shill. Anyways, so enough of the British dead guy. Um, Do we want to talk about Tucker? Real fast. Go
1: ahead. Yeah. Um, Well, you know, this is going to almost sound like Dharma King posting because he was the. dissonant rights uh, Tucker uh, Tucker translator cheerleader but yeah cheerleader but apparently uh, Jonathan goldblatt from the ADL said that Tucker needs to get removed from the air because Tucker and mark and uh, paleocon Mark Stein had a discussion about uh, the great replacement theory which is funny that it's it's not a theory if it's been proven correct, right? It becomes law after right, that, right? Correct. Yeah, so it's like the Great Replacement repl- Law, you know.
0: So, well, you can just call it the Great Replacement. It's not a theory. It's a thing in and of itself. The Great Replacement yeah. is a thing. It
2: it is. Well, we know it's never going to become a law because well, it's
0: well. When whites are no longer legally allowed to have children. That are all white, you know. That's the kind of predictions that some of these people make. All right, we'll get to him later. But yeah, anyways, back to Tucker. <laughs> that's the kind of prediction. Yeah, he's that, not. That are, uh,
1: he's not going to get taken off there for for this thing. No, he, he only he only mentions it. He just the other stuff that he says in the clip with Mark Stein. Is basically just reinforcing it through obvious observations. Is the clip the any the, only, good? The, the, the the biggest problem with them drawing attention to this? It, for for them would be that more people are starting to wake up to it being a reality. And I, I have I have I have empirical evidence of just I could pick five suburbs in the general area of where I live. And I could show you strip malls that just 25 years ago were had white-run businesses in them. Oh yeah, and yeah. that and that are are in completely different languages from Ethiopian, Vietnamese, uh, Spanish. It's
0: just it's it's Arabic. it's
1: absolutely out of control. Arabic, yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely, yeah. Um, actually, nice to you. Uh, way to hand off. Uh, Dark Enlightenment is coming on soon, and we are going to talk about. Jews ruin everything, part do, and that is going to be in there, the whole strip mall phenomenon that is completely and utterly Jewish. All the things that make American life so shitty right now were what made American life so great a couple of decades ago. All of these things are Jewish machinations, machinations, machinations. I said it right the first time.
2: Nice. Cannot wait. Yes. So, yeah.
0: Is there a lag tonight? Or are you guys just, just hanging out?
2: No,
1: it's just... I I, wait, I I thought you were...
0: Oh, no. I thought you Sorry.
1: had more to say on no. that. And then you, you stopped and I had nothing. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Um, yeah, we're going to do... It's going to be the Jews ruin everything part two, finally. And it's going to be basically how the Jews have ruined the American dream.
2: I like it. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, we definitely can't do another uh, round table like the last one.
0: No, but... no, <laughs> we're not doing Cause... that again. We're not going to do that again.
2: i I'll, I'll see if he
0: wants to do it with De. That'd
2: be fun. Yeah. I and mean, we could always bring uh, see if miles would want to come back on, but I'm not yeah. sure that it would be in his wheelhouse. No, well, no. And then, uh, what about
0: what about our buddy Rich? He's really big on the Americana of the strip mall and
1: uh, the uh, the, uh, the Seven Eleven nationalism.
0: Seven Eleven nationalism, yes.
1: Uh, listen, I, I understand what he means by by that. There was a time period when me and my friends used to be able to take bikes and go up to the local Seven Eleven, play a couple coin op video games, buy a couple cheap. 50 cent comic books off the spinner rack, get a slurpee, some candy. We're out, out the door, you know, and it was uh, peaceful and nice. And now they've turned the seven 11 where I used to do that very thing. in the town I grew up in, into some kind of like HBD slash, uh, beer and wine, uh, corner store. The gas pumps have been torn down, uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking spooky in there, and there's bars on the doors.
0: Yeah, it's a great evolution of a business. That's a
1: CBD, I'm sorry. Oh, the CBD stuff? Whatever oh, the cannabis is. Yeah, yeah well, I, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, they sell I, you know, the, the CBD stuff.
0: Big. They sell like 97 different kinds of dip. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's depressing. Mm-hmm. It is. And that's what America is. And anyways, we're going to talk about how the Jews ruined it. Well, they created it first, and they ruined it. All right. Now, that's it. That's it for extra content. Let's get on with the show. This is your idea, DB. Let's go.
1: Oh, well, <laughs> there's a certain individual named Milton William Cooper. He lived from 1943 to 2001. He was the conspiracy theorist that, according to the Rational Wiki, says other conspiracy theorists wish they could be. Uh, He was on the radio in the 1980s. He was the first to mix uh, New World Order conspiracy theories with New Age and UFOs. Uh, His book, Behold a Pale Horse, was a very popular conspiracy tome in the 90s uh, whenever I was... Curious at this sort of thing, but like it wasn't a major focus of my intellectual attention. But I do remember the book uh, at many of my friends' houses and we uh, and, uh, you know, all the stuff in there seemed plausible. It just didn't seem very important, you know, because the 90s was full of debauchery for a lot of people. And, uh, you know, Bill Cooper was shot and killed by deputies uh, trying to serve a warrant on him. For various things and uh you know uh i a lot of the terms that we hear in conspiracy lexicon i first i first heard from behold a pale horse including uh fema's involvement with rounding people up uh you know uh large-scale uh large-scale gun confiscation uh tracking patriots to uh, to single them out for uh, reprisal, uh, the Illuminati, the Bilderberg
0: Group, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I, I hadn't heard of Bill Cooper. Well, actually, this isn't true. I, I heard of the book in the 90s. I had a friend of a friend who was like the OG conspiracy guy, like hippie stoner from Vermont. Government man, those kind of guys he knew he said he had mentioned something about it because I remember hearing behold a pale horse when i first uh when I first heard about him on Alex Jones. That's where I actually really got into uh William Cooper,
2: yeah, I first got into him a little bit later. I had heard of him from Alex Jones, and then as I was getting more and more into the conspiracy stuff after I had already kind of gotten into a lot of like the hidden history and biblical things, um, yeah, I heard a lot of terms out of his book and started to, as I read through it, started to kind of make a lot of connections with what I already knew. Um, So Cooper tied a lot of threads together for me and sent me down a lot of different rabbit holes.
0: Oh, for sure. His book is like one giant set of rabbit holes.
2: Yeah, it's, it's kind of like Genesis six conspiracy is, um, but, but just the overarching right. Well, rabbit hole encyclopedia in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, semi overarching. There's still another arch. You know, it's still it's it's a uh, it's still in my opinion it's still a gatekeeping book. <laughs> yeah. I would agree. But if it wasn't for, you know, for Bill Cooper, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. So, I mean, I love the shit out of his book. I read this book in the, you know, the mid-aughts a couple of times. And, like, seeing all the things come true was pretty pretty awesome. But, like, it's pretty sad how he died because he's supposed to be some sort of military... I mean, somehow he's got connections. This guy has connections to people he shouldn't have connections to.
2: Like, a lot of them. Yeah, there is a lot of that.
0: Like, a lot. He knows a lot about a lot of these people at the very top that supposedly nobody knows because, you know, secrecy and privacy and stuff. So he put it in his book. Yeah. Um, I,
1: but did- I I first heard the term I first heard the term sheeple through him and yeah uh, you know like I thought it was a little I thought it was a little highly critical at the time. I gave people the benefit of the doubt that they were smarter than he than he than he had given them. but um, after this past year with the masks, and yeah. the willing vaccinations uh, i think sheeple is too kind at this point lemming
0: is is probably more appropriate
1: yeah if we're looking for animal world analogies i just in the in the protocols which happen to be in behold a pale horse right it, to it refers to the goyim as cattle
0: right hang on and w- we're, we're like we're, we're going to just shitpost. But what are we going to do? Because this is going to get oh
1: like, skippy. Uh, I, I, I'm not trying to skip oh, no. around or anything.
0: No, no. Well, like, let's start at the beginning. So this guy, Bill Cooper, was a military captain. He was a captain of some sort of a small craft in Vietnam, is what I gathered from his credentials.
1: Yeah, he uh he touts his naval intelligence background a
0: lot. Which as we all know, according to Hollywood, is where all the real intelligence is in the military.
1: Yeah.
2: I I mean that's Well, well we've seen a lot of the um a lot of the official like UFO uh disclosure stuff has come out of Navy intelligence. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they've, they've been the subject for years of uh, all of this kind of seem to be a, I would say kind of a catch-all, not a catch-all, uh, lightning rod for all of this, um, which makes sense. I mean, the Navy doesn't, I don't know, it seems like the Navy doesn't have too much of a use anymore um, in a lot of aspects, but their intelligence is still more far-reaching than just about any other branch. Hmm. Not so, that they don't so have that use that's not what I'm trying to say. So that is
0: true. Then that the Navy intelligence is the more intelligence based arm of the military.
2: Yeah, that's what a lot of most of what they do ultimately.
0: Collect- also known as spooks. Right. Collecting information.
2: Yes. They are feds. They're still feds.
0: So all this time. The world's greatest navy has been going around doing nothing but collecting information from other countries, all over the place. That's it, really.
1: Yeah, like I, uh, apparently, naval intelligence is the testing ground for some of the people that end up in the alphabets.
0: I can see the, that. The, the various, yeah. You know,
1: so, like, so the, you you bu- you you earn your chops in the in the field. In the naval intel uh, in naval intelligence, serving under the navy, and then they, you know, if you're if, if you're uh, aspirational in certain aspects of that, you know, whatever that entails, mm-hmm. then they they scoop you up for whenever you for go a nice to your, alphabet
0: position. Yeah, whenever you go to your right hand, left hand path meeting, they yeah. figure out who you when are. when you
1: answer the right questions or the right. wrong questions or the exactly. right questions wrongly or the wrong questions rightly.
0: Very nice. I like that. Yeah. Um, That is true. It is true. That's how it works. You know, these guys either become, you know, career military officers or they get out and become business people or lawyers a lot of times. But some of them go on to do uh, intelligence stuff. Anyways.
1: Yeah. Or their index fingers are extra muscular from pushing pencils.
0: There's that. (laughs) This is true. Uh, but Bill Cooper was a, okay, so he's a captain of a small vessel, uh, Navy intelligence. That's kind of his background. Like, it's very n- non-specific. He gives a lot of uh, names of different departments that he kind of has access to or things that he knows about, you know, because of who he is. Uh, there's that interview between, uh, it's, uh, it's not an interview, but it's uh, where he's, that phone conversation between him and that Randy guy where it's like, literally an exchange of top secret information over a telephone. Like that kind of stuff. There's a lot of that in this book.
1: Um, also is. in the book, he cited specific congressional bills and stuff like that by their name, the ones that were up for, up for vote at the time and everything. And I think that, I think that lended a lot of credibility Uh, for, for people that were getting into his stuff because it's, it's like, wow, this guy's actually reading some of these effed up congressional bills that they throw out there and these representatives don't even read, you know, but he was still the kind of person that was, it, it was, it was weird because on the, on the one hand, Bill Cooper would, would say things like, uh, this country was founded by the Illuminati and Freemasons. Right. And then on the other hand, he's like, but the Constitution's the law of the land, and we need to uphold the Constitution, Which the was same piece of paper that same... was written by these evil people.
0: Right. Right. So he, he contradicts himself quite a lot, it seems.
1: I also, before Ron Paul would get on about the Fed, I remember... Hearing about the Fed from Bill Cooper about how money was fake, how they mm-hmm. just printed
0: up how it, and and stuff like that yeah that was one of his speeches. I remember seeing that when I first started getting into like Alex Jones and this kind of stuff uh they actually had I'm pretty sure they have a clip of Bill Cooper in zeitgeist Oh, I don't remember. It's the uh, the freedom speech where he's like, you can't do anything without one thing, and that thing is freedom. You can't be a barber, you can't be a plumber, you can't own a donut shop without freedom. It's like one of his speeches. And a lot of Interesting. his speeches were very hoorah. You know, he was the patriot guy. You know, he's uh, was his 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 uh, radio show was called the Hour of the Time. His underground radio
2: patriot seems to mean a very different thing there than it does nowadays because i pretty much ignore just about any any group or telegram account or anything with patriot in it because it's usually uh you know donald trump is still president gonna save us all oh man uh your guns are safe wait he's not your kind of thing
0: he's not there's he's not president what wait
2: I There's a no. Punisher
1: skull with the Star of David on the in the forehead. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's pretty much that. Yeah, it, <laughs> I've seen that. That's not funny. Yeah. That's why it's funny. It's
0: disgusting. <laughs> but he's kind of like, you know, every every so many pages, he's got the, are you waking up yet?
1: We stand with the thin blue Star of David.
0: <laughs> like, he's yeah. uh, well, he starts off in... In the beginning, after the introduction that was clearly written by somebody, because there's no no, uh, signature. Nobody knows who wrote the introduction. But it's very, very, very complimentary to Bill. But, like, right in the very beginning, he does the whole, like, well, hey, I'm not racist, but... Or I can't be racist because... I'm sorry, that's what he does. I can't be racist because I'm married to a Chinese woman. Ha-ha. I also fought commies in Vietnam. Ha ha. So you've never debated someone like me before, like one of those kind of things.
2: Does that stop bullets? I'm I'm just gonna say that.
0: <laughs> but like, like his, <laughs> yeah. So he starts that in the very beginning of the book with his like, you know, I don't like Nazis and I don't like commies. They're all socialists. Now I'm not a socialist. I'm a patriot. That was Bill
2: Cooper. It's in their name. They're national socialists.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I really feel like Alex Jones's entire bit from two thousand, at least two thousand six to twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. was just taking pages out of this book that we're talking about and uh,
0: reading them at the
1: top of his lungs.
0: Yeah, basically, yeah, acting them out, yeah.
1: Did, did Bill Cooper refer to them as globalists?
0: Um, I don't I don't or, know but you know what he, so, you know what happened He has relatives who fought on both sides of the Civil War Really mm-hmm. he has an ancestor who was a horse thief in Texas He's not sure, but he thinks he may have been lynched for it.
2: Uh-huh. Does it matter at that point if he's black or white? He's a horse thief, right? Exactly. But wait is that the, wait. is that the old is that the old world version of jogger? <laughs> yeah. Um, when I was just a little boy. Out
0: this horse's teeth. <laughs> when I was a little boy, that, you mean Arm Yeah, armed robbery. The one that they literally called the jogger in the yeah. mall nearby. They literally called him the jogger because he would run by, grab something, and run away.
1: No, he would he would run up to a store and uh, oh, right right he would he would uh like stop and stretch and tie and re- tie, re tie his shoes, and then he would go in and steal something and then run.
0: That's right. That was, was running that was, in what vault, the, yes. that
1: was what the convenience store clerk said. I, I was like, this this simulation has to stop because I there's no way that when Jogger Ghost gets out of Ghost Jail, we're bringing him back. There's no I can't I can't stand can't stand that guy yeah. and i got you know i got this new place and it's not haunted and no, I, we're not you know, we're not
0: gonna have you no we're not gonna have you do any more seances to get jogger ghost back no that's not happening but yeah he was literally known as the jogger that's fucking funny all right bill cooper not bill hicks bill cooper says that when he was a little boy he heard whispers there was some cherokee blood in his family huh and every time he asked about it he was told to shut up shop kid shop kid you don't know what you're talking about i could never figure out why everyone was afraid to talk about the indian blood i thought and still think that it is something of which to be proud i have since discovered that the old folks in my family like the old folks in almost every family thought there was a stigma attached to being part indian if you weren't accepted by your neighbors back then, you were more likely to end up dead. Okay. So, there's my anti-racism right there.
2: Page seven. Don't talk to me or my or my Chinese wife's Indian son ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. God, Johnny, you weren't kidding when you said you were going to ruin certain things for us on this episode. Well, I mean... These stories,
0: now that I read it again, because I read this in like 2000 and probably six. No, it was later than that. It was like 2011 when I actually got the book. But I had seen a bunch of his stuff and heard like a lot of his talks. But I thought he was great. You know, he was doing, you know, at the time I was like, okay, this guy's guy's out there. (laughs) Like I was listening to Alex Jones. So this guy wasn't much crazier than Alex Jones. I don't,
1: I don't know if this was like going on where you lived at all, Johnny, but there was like a, a strain of people kind of uh, claiming very faint Indian blood genealogy in the 90s and early 2000s. I, I would hear people make such claims.
0: Cherokee. This was before Cherokee.
1: This was before Ancestry.com and yeah, DNA. But it was always and,
0: Cherokee, you know, though.
2: Is it always Cherokee? I remember that. It was always Cherokee in my experience yeah.
0: growing up. Well, except in Florida because there's so many fucking Seminoles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I remember hearing that from time to time.
0: And then where I'm from, it's like Algonquin, Narragansett, Mash, Tuckett, Pequot.
2: Huh. Yep. Yeah, growing up in Florida, it was always always seminal because those bastards owned everything.
0: Yeah, but aren't they so nasty, though?
2: They're disgusting and they're freaking terrifying, honestly. If you go to one of their casinos, ugh.
0: Like, they live in squalor. I've heard stories. I don't know this for a fact, but I was told they live in absolute squalor, but the state pays them some astronomical money to just exist. They have, like, half-inbred retard kids because everybody's related but this is something that's happened to them this isn't something that's like this is an indian tradition this is not how indian people were you know this is what's happened to them this is a result of you know the resets and all that stuff um but yeah they're but they get like some ungodly amount of money every month just for existing right yeah because they're like a protected species or some shit
2: That's not surprising. I mean, didn't uh, a couple of years ago I was talking with I think it was Jo and he was telling me about um, some of his experiences with Indians uh, and they're like in the Midwest and he was just saying you know it's not uh, it wasn't Indian tradition 150 years ago to get drunk off hand sanitizer and pass out in the mud right but uh, but that's where we're at now so.
0: No, I believe you. No, that's exactly where we're at right now. They steal hand sanitizer. They steal mouthwash. Drink it until they pass out. And look for the moon spirits or whatever.
2: Yeah, look for the moon spirits and each other's butts. What? 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 Never mind. Okay, moving right
0: along. Back to Bill Cooper. <laughs> Back to Bill Cooper. Um. No, Bill Cooper was the basis for a lot of conspiracy theorists. Uh, careers, quite a few. You know, a lot of people, the Patriot movement. You know, a lot of the. Uh, I'm sure, like the Qtards are all about Bill Cooper.
1: Um, I guess I could see that. Like, I mean, I mean, if you extrapolate, what what are, what are some of the major tenets of the the Q stuff? Is that were run by a bunch of satanic elites
0: who mm-hmm.
1: f- fucking kill they and fucking kill children, right? Yep.
0: And eat kids, yep.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. That's not. That's not far off of what he had to say about the the Illuminati being satanic and being in snake
2: cults and shit, right? No. No. And the thing. Well, the thing about the QAnon, it's that. But the thing about them, it, and I'm not going to talk about like Q cult or any of that kind of stuff. But the main stuff is, yeah the the running behind the scenes all of that is true but where i got off the q train and where everybody should get off is how just ridiculously overreaching optimistic they are in thinking yeah trump is still president military tribunals sealed indictments uh you know god's gonna save america i see it Uh,
0: i see it i'm like god's not gonna save america america was created as the great satan like Yes, God America, will not
2: save Babylon. God right. Will, <laughs> no, God <laughs> will destroy will
0: Babylon. It, yeah. See, and this is the thing that I say to people that, you know, it's like one of the things that scares the shit out of a lot of people is the only reason why Americans believe the things they believe is because nothing's ever happened here in a way that's meaningful. Other than 9-11, which was meaningful to 2,200 people. You know, right. we've never had a city of 80,000 people leveled that we know of that we know of, you know? No, it's true. Right. So we believe nothing's ever going to happen to us. And everything that bill Cooper talks about is just hogwash. And to be fair, quite a bit of what bill Cooper said is hogwash, but ouch! Well, it, it's true though, dude. I mean, like, the stuff on the aliens. And I, I love the book, man. It's a great book. I mean, we can talk about it all night. That's what we're going to do, anyways. <laughs> but I can't. Like, I heard the interview uh, with him where the, uh, the title of the interview is William Cooper Destroys a Nazi Caller. Oh, gosh. And by the time you're done listening to the caller, you're like, man, this old guy is a pain in the ass. Just let the other guy talk. You know, let this smart, <laughs> intelligent, eloquent guy talk.
1: But isn't wasn't that always the way with the uh, supposed argumentative AM talk conservative types was that they, they never really destroyed these callers that called to disagree with them. All they did was just talk over them and the other one never actually got a point across. Yes,
0: they would definitely yeah. talk yeah. over them. Morton Downey Jr., Howard Stern... Bill Cooper, Alex Jones, uh, Rush Limbaugh, obviously.
2: Like Rush Bell ever destroy Nazis? What's that? I don't. Did Art Bell ever destroy Nazis? Because I don't think he did.
1: Mark Levin used to scream down uh, liberal callers. Oh yeah, when Mark I first Levin's started here, when I first started listening to him, like in 07. But he's a Jewish
0: screamer, so it's not a. Eh.
1: I know, like I I I. It didn't dawn on me until, I mean, till later, you know, but it, it just at the time, you know, it was like, yeah, it seemed it seemed good to hear somebody yell at these people. But when when it got to the nuts and bolts of it, he never let them get a he never let them get their point
0: across. They would get two or three words out and right in the middle of the uh, defining word of the sentence, he would step all over them, you know, make some sort of bloviating. <laughs> And uh, that was that
1: was fantastic. I I thought I had it on Mark Levin show for a second.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's words in there somewhere for some boomers' ears. You know, in their their little um, miracle ear. <laughs> <laughs> some Fox News watching boomer that accidentally tunes into the paranormies.
2: <laughs> uh, didn't we have that in our chat? Yesterday, the dude who was uh, cursing us in the name of God and telling yeah. us we were terrible people.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I hate being a terrible person because I swear. I like what you oh. said, Dogbot. I mean, the stuff that we uh, talk about.
1: Listen, some of the stuff that we talk about on here, uh, 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 listen, in my, in my daily life, I try not to cuss. I, I really try to dial it back. But when I'm making messages for Chupacabra Kennel or I'm on this show, the stuff that we talk about is so infuriating. I I just can't there's no oh, yeah. governor for it. It just it comes right out. But guess what? My conscious contact with my with my God, my higher power, it's never been stronger. So I don't really need some Anglo, you know. Getting on my case about my freaking language. Aren't you an Anglo? Huh?
0: Aren't you an Anglo?
1: I'm part Anglo. I am part German, part Anglo. So you
0: yes, you, this eternal Anglo in the chat. Sorry, guy. Mm. You know, we talk about some things that are not exactly. uh, Six feet. (sighs) Sorry. Okay. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) You guys, people act like I care.
2: I'm saying, you know, like, it's,
0: it's one of I've been of this height a long time, guy.
2: I don't know. Johnny, you're still med gang. I am used to it. Med gang is
0: best yes, gang. And med gang is best gang.
2: Absolutely. You're Iberian. That's and gang.
0: Italian. It's med gang. Mm-hmm. Settle down. All right. Uh, Bill Cooper. We're going to do more Bill Cooper after the break. Because the book has a lot of predictions that did come true. A lot of his stuff came true. Otherwise, they wouldn't have killed him. He did a little too much revelation of the method. Uh, We'll talk about that in the second hour. We do have a song. What is it, Reinhardt?
2: Oh, oh, I think Dogbot actually put it in there. Oh, my bad.
1: Yeah, real quick, can we play a little bit of that uh, Inspector Gadget song? Oh,
0: you want to do that now? Okay. (sighs) right. let's play a
1: little bit of that real
0: quick. All right, all right, all right. You know, because, because DMX died.
3: Yeah, fuck wait for you to get it on your own. Excellent to you. knock knock. Open up the door, it's real. It's the non-stop, pop up, stay in the still. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make a motherfucker wonder if we get. Damn right, and I do it again? I am like some got break bread with the enemy. No matter how many cats I break bread with a break, who you sending me. Alright, 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 alright,
0: alright, 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 alright. Go go gadget stolen bike. <laughs> go go gadget stolen bike. <laughs> And the spoopy part about this is that the family wants to let everybody know that it wasn't a heart attack, that it wasn't drugs, and that he had taken the COVID vaccine a couple of weeks prior. So here we have another prominent black that took took the, uh, what did they call it in the chat? The genocene? That doesn't flow off the tongue very smoothly. Yeah, yeah not know. quite. Now one of the now work on that work on that guys, Um, but yeah, he took you know the vaccine, and now he's dead. That's Hank Aaron, marvelous Marvin Hagler, Dmx. uh, Apparently, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, um, Jimi Hendrix got vaccinated. Morgan Freeman. So he wants you to get
2: vaccinated too.
0: Well, maybe this is some sort of a race-based bioweapon. You know, cuz I know personally about 6 people, 7 people that I work with that have gotten the vaccine
2: because of Morgan Freeman.
0: I don't believe they they would have gotten it because of Morgan Freeman. No.
3: anyway, But anyways, nobody's
0: had any nobody's had any side effects and um a member of my family said the fact that people have to feel the need to post the fact that they haven't had any side effects from the vaccine is reason enough for me not to take the vaccine.
1: Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm still laughing at the interview I read with DMX earlier today from 2007.
0: Which one? Is that the one where um, the. Dude's girl's friend went upstairs to go hang out with DMX and she was expecting to get laid, and instead, he was giving a Bible study.
1: That would be awesome. That's actually, <laughs> like, like yeah, that, he was up there that, preaching pretty, the word of God. That's pretty funny.
0: He said he made those hoes cry.
1: Good. Uh, it, uh, no, uh, Apparently, the hip-hop interviewer was asking him if he was following politics and if he was excited that a black man was running for president. Oh, and he had no one, idea.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: And he was like, what's the guy's name? And the guy said, Barack. And he started laughing. He's like, that ain't his name. That can't possibly his name. Where's he from?
0: Oh, my God. The,
1: inter- the interviewer said, uh, well, his dad's from Nigeria. And he's like, man, ain't know mom going to give their kid a name like Barack. If I ever see that nigga in person, I'm going to make fun of his name. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't, I'm paraphrasing here, but that's basically. Didn't your buddy?
0: So, didn't your buddy AJ post something very similar that Patrice O'Neill said? That's a that's a very common black trope to make fun of other niggers' names, especially if they're uh, like Africa blacks.
1: Yeah, um, the ones of uh, quote unquote slave ancestry here in the United States, right. they do not like. African they they black. do not like the guys who come over here from the dark continent yeah. and also I've spoken to many immigrants from the dark continent and they have no respect for the ancestry black. blacks because of the hyphenated title African American and they would say things like uh, if they ever went over to Africa they would, they would definitely not want to uh, have that in
0: the, their title you know Yeah, they don't call themselves African Nigerians or African Gong. I just called them niggers. Yeah, well. It's a good blanket term. Alright. We're gonna we're gonna listen to the song.
1: Uh, what was it called, Nigerian? Uh skinny puppy illicit.
0: everybody we're back this is still the paranormies i'm still johnny monoxide with reinhardt and Dogbot. you know what dude we forgot to even announce that jack wasn't here ouch yeah he does such well, a good yeah. job being quiet over in the corner
2: well that's true but yeah jack isn't here he is uh traveling he taking pictures of star forts he yeah. did
0: he did Take some very cool photographs of a star fort today, which is completely covered on the inside with Tartarian brickwork. What would be considered in our circles, Tartarian brickwork. Some
2: pretty incredible horse and buggy brickwork there, buddy. Absolutely, just some some you know,
0: local red dirt, some water.
2: In an oven. God, I love American ingenuity.
0: I do too. Speaking of uh, ingenuity, not just American ingenuity, there is a guy, one of our friends, uh, Daniel Kuhn, sent us a link to a guy named Paul Cook on YouTube, who is uh, another researcher, much like uh, John Levi. So he talks, uh, one of his videos is uh, History of Flying Cars. Digging out old world England, so England is buried as well. Obviously, I mean, obviously, uh, there's a lot of yeah. There, how many does he have for videos total? Hmm. He doesn't have as many as John Levine. but
2: looks like he just kind of got started
0: a year. He's been around for a year.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's
0: the thing with this mud flood stuff is it's only been around for maybe two years, you know, and uh, by more than just one obscure researcher on YouTube
2: yeah I mean that's that's what we talked about before is this phantom time mud flood stuff really got popular in like 2017 2018 2018 um, I
0: think really
2: yeah well, really when, popular when flamenco I wonder why
0: when did right when did flamenco actually publish his stuff
2: late 90s early 2000s right okay well there you go
0: there you go. You got like a ten-year window. Um, most of, people of his to stuff out was in about Russia
2: it. for a very long time,
0: right? So you get ten years or so for the rest of the rest of the people to find out about it. You know, thanks to the internet and whatnot. And actually, it's eighteen years. Somewhere between ten and eighteen years, people are starting to talk about his theory of, of uh, time, which we we still need to talk about that too. I have all of his books on Kindle now. Well, some. I'm only allowed five at a time.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, like, you don't have all of them. No, he's got like 30 books. Oh, no, oh, I'm but... sorry. He's, let's see. He started publishing in the 1980s. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Because, a... because, I mean, he he was researching under the USSR, the Russian Academy of Sciences, okay. uh, in like the 60s, 70s, 80s. So he He may be like
0: the Russian Bill Cooper.
2: I mean, this guy, we've seen the titles of all of his books. He's got pretty much everything. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's... all different por- portions of history. He
0: covers all the bases, much like Bill Cooper. Bill Cooper covers lots of bases. Uh, he's got secret government. He's got aliens. He's got FEMA camps. He's got, I'm just going off the top of my head uh, without looking at the chapters of the book, which I, for some reason, can't see right now.
2: Mystery schools and UFOs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's... I mean, Cooper jumps around. He doesn't really jump around because of all this is connected, but he hits a lot of heads of the Hydra, as I like to call it.
0: Sure, but he hits them from a very normy perspective.
2: Which, I mean, in 1991... Mm-hmm. late 80s when he was writing this 91 when this was published this was not normie this is for us now uh but when all of this was being put together by him and by others this was about as crazy as it got i mean just look at fritz springmeyer when he published his book i think it was 1998 bloodlines of the illuminati i mean that was so insane he was actually jailed on trumped up charges the feds nabbed him and put him in prison <laughs>
0: What did they actually right. charge him with?
2: I believe it was firearm possession and God. a few other things. Always um, a gay gun you know, charge. Me, actually, let me look it up. Um, it really was incredibly faking gay. Yeah, he was it born is. Victor E. Shuf. Did not know that. Who? Uh, two thousand two, Springmeyer was indicted on Victor Shuf armed robbery connection, who's found guilty of kind of armed bank robbery, which was most likely not true when kind of aiding and abetting the use of a semiotic rifle during the commission of a felony.
4: Hmm.
2: Yeah. But all it says, yeah, there's, if does not doesn't fake, it definitely
0: sounds gay.
2: <laughs> yeah. But any, but like I was getting at, uh, Springmeyer and Cooper, you can find their stuff and even crazier stuff than theirs on the internet in like five minutes. Right. Um, we They're talk about still... stuff that's way beyond.
0: Sure. Well, that's the thing is you can you can buy behold a pale horse at Walmart.
2: Can
1: you?
0: Yes.
2: Huh. I, I mean, I've up. seen it at every bookstore I've ever been to. I pretty much.
0: saw in a search engine when I was like scrolling through looking for uh, the PDF because I forgot my hard copy at the house. I knew we were going to do it this week. I grabbed a bunch of books and I didn't grab that one. But uh, when I was looking for the PDF, I found that Walmart sells this book, but they're out of stock right now. So, Oh yeah.
1: But I I really wouldn't expect to go down the book aisle at a Walmart and see behold a pale horse sitting there
0: no probably not but like at the same time you don't see the Dalton translation of Mein Kampf at Barnes and Noble you can order it from Barnes and Noble
2: that is also true
0: Yeah, that's where I got my copy of and that's where pretty much everybody I know that's gotten their copy of the Dalton version of, uh, of Mein Kampf which is what people are reading now it's like the new cool version
2: and uh, now you can get your copy from Antelope Hill Publishing. Right, and now you can get yours from Antelope Hill because they have. A,
0: that's a version I don't have. I gotta get it. I gotta order it right now. Uh, I don't have all the versions.
2: Kidding. All right, <laughs> it's like biblical translations
0: <laughs> like with you and yeah, you and biblical translations. Me and my fucking German shelf.
1: My kid, my kid has my 1960s version. Get that back. My f- no, uh, it's fine. It's not going anywhere.
0: I have a Ford and I have a Mannheim. They're both very old. And I have a Stalag and then the Dalton. I got the Stalag just to get it. I hear it's like the worst.
2: Yeah, but sometimes you got to get the worst ones just so you can actually compare and just see how bad they really are. Yeah, I guess. I guess.
0: All right. All right. Back to Bill Cooper and his predictions because a lot of the stuff that he said... You know, shill or not, because he was, like, the original conspiracy salesman. The original. Probably. Don't you think? You sound a little uh, disdainful when you say that. You're like the original. Uh, who's
1: who's, who's, is the, who's more the guy o- that wrote... Who's more uh, OG who's, than Bill Cooper? Who's the guy that wrote the book uh, Schrodinger's Cat?
0: <laughs> Jesus. Uh I don't know.
1: He wrote a book on the Illuminati, right? I mean, uh, wouldn't wouldn't Albert Pike be the original conspiracy, you know, uh salesman?
2: I mean, Albert Pike himself was a Mason, very high Mason. He was more um pre-Manly P Hall. John cuz they been? were they were involved.
0: That's the guy in search of Schrodinger's cat. Quantum physics and reality. Yeah. I don't don't get I, he's not a Bill
1: Cooper. I get what you're saying about him. I mean, because he had the radio show. He had the self-published book. Yeah. Uh, he definitely, if, if if he was on... He pioneered... If he was in the social media age, he definitely would have had a... Twitter account, and a Facebook account and a patron where you could
0: chill for Absolutely.
1: his stuff. And he yeah. might
0: even have, he might even have like his own Patriot method of donating. Like what, uh, what's his face try to do with Hatreon Yeah. After Charlottesville.
1: Right. So there is a new world order, right?
0: Yes. Like, that's the truth. So, yes, that's uh, the truth. I there, I
1: mean, you know. He he does borrow heavily in this book from Eustace Mullins and a couple other guys, right? I mean, I I outside of some of the uh, how much of this stuff do you think is original content and how much of it do you think he borrowed from from Mullins?
2: I, I think actually a lot of it is Go ahead,
0: Johnny. Oh, I actually haven't read all of Eustace Mullins. When I when, (laughs) So you're going to have to help me out there a little bit. I don't really know what he what Eustace Mullins is all about.
1: The Freemason stuff, the Illuminati stuff. I probably um, have some of his
0: books, to be honest, and I just haven't read it.
1: The uh, The The. Murder by Injection is about uh, basically oh. silent weapons for quiet wars. Okay, kind of he's Murder by Injection. Yeah.
0: Okay, I have read, listened to that. Okay, I have listened to that.
2: He, well, he's also the one who wrote uh, Curse of Canaan as well, which talk about you and I went through that last oh. year.
0: Okay, so that one as well. So I've read two of his books. Okay. I did not know um, that's, I For some reason, I didn't associate that with Eustace Mullins. Okay,
2: so. Yeah, um, Mullins was very well known as like a... a, a very very public anti-semite holocaust mm-hmm. denier mm-hmm. um so he went much farther but, than cooper did
0: but there wasn't much well cooper do you want to do you guys just want to do it now and listen to cooper destroy a nazi
1: let's listen to cooper destroy a nazi with facts and logic
0: well it's definitely not facts and logic
1: <laughs> that's what the, i don't know i am just no i know what, what you're doing like, i know what, I what I you're doing i know the
0: YouTube meme video i know the meme it. i'm just fucking mad about this
2: oh after we listen to this i do want to say one thing uh on eustace mullins after we listen to this because i just saw something
0: okay so uh do you want to start at the beginning it's a 20 minute interview i'm like seven minutes in and i'm pissed what do you want to do <laughs> We'll start at the beginning.
1: Twenty minutes is a long time. Just start at the beginning? whatever you think the meatiest part
0: is. Well, let me see what this is. Hold on a second. Let me. We'll be right back. All right, and we're back. I found the audio. <laughs> Lost it there for a minute. All right. Check out Bill Cooper, Patriot.
5: Another thing
0: is. You... Oh wait! Before we set, we got to set this up. This is Bill Cooper, uh, destroying a Nazi caller on his call-in show. This guy is um, an Aryan. He admits, you know, at the beginning he admits to being an Aryan. And that's about it. He doesn't, you know, overly praise Hitler or anything. But the picture that Bill Cooper has on the screen is like of a fully tatted up, shaved head, tats where the hair should be, kind of cholo looking Nazi, which I'm pretty sure this guy doesn't look like based on how he talks. It's very articulate. All right. And here's Bill, Patriot. With some Nazi. Okay.
5: We talk about being a patriot. Do you know what the word patriot comes from? It comes from the Greek word pater, means father. In other words, a patriot is a person who is concerned for people coming from the same stock, from the same fathers.
3: No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, yes, the Greek word. No. Patra, oh, no sorry, my friend, your world will never exist. Because to bring your world about, you're going to have to kill every other human being on the face of this earth, and it ain't going to happen.
5: Not so. If, if,
3: uh, it's not going to happen.
5: Not so. All that's necessary for... for See, I'm just looking for the white race to
3: survive. Why? What the hell do you care about the white race after you're dead? It's
5: a biological urge one lives on through one's descendants.
3: Oh, baloney. One lives on for what he does and what makes him happy, and that's the truth of the world. If you're so concerned about your race, why don't you go find a girl that looks like you, marry her, and have 12 children, and quit putting your bullshit on everybody else in the world? Well, I'd like to Uh uh, find a... What scares you guys so much? Are you afraid? You're not going to find a girl that looks like you? I
5: Actually, I have.
3: But, uh, then anyway. what's the problem? Why are you so afraid that your race is going to disappear? Your race will only disappear when you stop jumping in bed with your woman. What? <laughs> what did I just say? What is gotten? What's scaring you? Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid of the rest of the world? Why are you afraid your race is going to disappear? Which, by the way, is my race also. Well,
5: because, well the thing is, it's not just that we're going to disappear, but we're, we're being uh, um, swamped.
3: What do you mean you're being swamped? I, Who's swamping you?
5: Listen, we're in a democratic republic here, and numbers are what makes the difference. White people are increasingly becoming a minority. Race
3: has nothing to do with socialism, which is the plague on this nation.
5: Yeah, losing
3: self-determination as a people. Oh, baloney. <laughs> Bullshit. People have the determination, they're taught by their parents, and they're taught by the political process. Socialism is our plague, not people who don't look like you. Alright. I can't do anymore.
0: I can't do it.
1: It's the standard, it's the standard oh. conservative trope, man. It's yeah, the standard conservative trope that is. That, all, that these values of liberty and freedom just need to be taught to the people that are coming in, and they will vote for Republican or right, vote right. for the Constitution and vote for conservatism. And it keeps getting proven wrong every single right, time, but this is and completely- it's done on purpose. And, and everything that that guy said in the 90s has played out to be true
2: uh, 30 years later. Exactly. Yeah. And it's and it's the same straw man, of course, that they bring up. Uh, Cooper brings up the ridiculous, just well, absolutely cringe talking point of you know, to, to bring about your worldview, okay. you have to kill everybody else.
0: That's where he now, started. He started with a straw man argument. There right. was no mention of any other race whatsoever. He just said patriotism is from father Potter. Right?
2: The love of your own stock. The love of of your own people from your own stock. And his points are exactly correct. Coming from the 90s, this guy is saying, we are being systematically replaced. We are becoming a minority. This This
0: guy seems like more of a prophet than Cooper. This is March 25th, (laughs) 1994.
1: This guy may have
0: predicted more than Cooper. Yeah.
1: quarter of a century ago. Mm -hmm. It's amazing, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the the thing is the thing is, is that there weren't enough uh there there definitely were not enough articulate men like the caller making that point to uh people like me at that time yeah uh, right. th- th- just it just it just was not it it just was not a- any it was there was no outreach like that whatsoever uh at that time period it was it was
0: well there was it was like not not where you're not were at. very
2: active. Right.
0: And it was like William Well, we Luther didn't have Pierce. the internet
2: that we do today. Right.
0: That too. But it was like William Luther Pierce and his guys were there at and like Covington and his guys, you know, up in the northwest and like everybody else is like, figure it out.
2: Yeah. Well yeah, was... like I said, we didn't have the internet in the yeah. in the stage that we do. So those guys were all disparate and having to do everything IRL. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to share ideals and find common ground with people across the country, they were never able to organize in any sort of online fashion and, you know, help each other along. Right. Um, to but become to more articulate.
0: Now. We're able to do that now. We have, you know, friends all over the place. It's great. You know, thanks to the internet.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you're exactly right. Dog about is, is, you know, for guys like you who were around, and adults in the 90s like that. It just wasn't it wasn't a thing. Um, the picture painted to me, as I was a kid in the early 2000s, of guys like the caller was that they're all fat, neck-bearded, biker, evil Nazis, um, you know, throwing beer bottles at blacks, basically.
0: I only knew about Nazis as a kid uh, from being raised around a lot of Jewish kids. So I didn't have we didn't have any neo-nazi you know imagery or any of that kind of stuff drilled into our heads at all. We I always just got to hear about the the Nazis in Poland.
2: Yeah, I got to hear about how Hitler never read his Bible in school. Yes. And he's that a kind very of stuff. angry man. That kind of stuff.
0: Well, my mom did my mom did hair, right? And my mom did a lot of Jewish women's hair. Oof. Yeah. So we oh, well, you know, we we lived in like fucking West Hartford, Connecticut, dude. West Hartford's like jewish and polish and then new Brits- Newbritsky, right next door it's like all polish and puerto rican now but whatever anyways it's
2: gross yes. anyways
0: but yeah all the jew my mom did so much jewish hair when i was a kid so we went over to so many jewish families houses it's connecticut they're everywhere uh and i got to hear you know a lot of jewish stuff a lot of jewish stories never heard anything about neo-nazis didn't even know neo-nazis existed really until i was a teenager after yeah. gotten after actually after i went from bob jones like the super uber protestant christian school to public school that was the first time i'd ever heard of neo-nazis we had one in our school
2: Yeah, the neo-Nazi picture painted to me as I learned about them getting older and older was basically all just like KKK, evil bikers, (laughs) metal dudes, you know, again, just like hanging out, being drunk and doing mean things to black people.
0: Yeah, then I saw like movies where they had some in there and I'm like, oh, those people, I don't know any people like that. I didn't know anybody that looked like any of those people.
1: I knew a few. They weren't ideological in any way, shape, or form. It was just like a costume that they would wear to go to punk and metal oh, shows, wait. so they could be Alex. assholes. I forgot. And like, and then those guys ended up becoming uh, marrying Mexican chicks and becoming rockabilly dudes.
0: Yep. This is actually. <laughs> I, I'm not the even trajectory. kidding. No, I'm I know you're not like, kidding.
1: I'm talking like easily half a dozen guys that I knew that were, a, you know, air quotes, skinheads in yeah, the '90s. They're all like, rockabilly dudes uh, but,
0: with tatted-up Mexican wives. Right. Yep. I know. Yeah. I've, I've seen them. I've seen them. Sometimes God, they're not Mexican. Sometimes not they're weird. Filipino. Sometimes they're Filipino. It depends on what state they live.
1: Uh, in. Uh, 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 that's that's true. But they they acted like they acted like cholos. It was yeah. indistinguishable. Yeah, it, it, it,
0: right. The color wise, they're indistinguishable, and with all the makeup on, you can't tell. And they all have like last names of Ramirez and shit. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. It was it was it was bizarre. It was like, yeah. You know, but, uh, the, no, riding, the one Nazi I knew in high school. Was
0: actually, funny. the one Nazi I knew in high school, he was super cool. He saved me and another guy and himself from getting gang beat up by like six niggers in the south end of Hartford. He smacked one of them with his skateboard, and the rest of them ran. Like we were going to get jumped by like four of them. He smacked one of them. With his <laughs>
2: You're like, why am I supposed to hate this guy?
0: Well, yeah. Also, he's like six, seven, two seventy big bald head he may not even I have been a nazi he might have just been shaving his head you know but everybody called him the nazi
2: oh of course that whole skinhead all of that 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 picture of the the kkk you know south yeah. mississippi well, kind of guy
0: well he might have had oh this kid's from connecticut dude so uh oh i know yeah so he's like most likely he's like in middle class you know white kid you know maybe yeah you know maybe, maybe less d- maybe d- less his parents might work at Pratt and Whitney. He might be like a blue collar kid, you know. Uh, but he used to have the uh, what was the the punk big giant punk uh, back patch with the guy who was the skull with the spiked head.
1: Corrosion of conformity.
0: No, C O C. Okay, it's, that's the wrong one. Uh,
1: or or subhumans.
0: No, it was punk. It would have to be punk. Yeah, subhumans. Okay, so he had that. But on his the
1: one. first Corrosion of Conformity album was a punk album, and it was a skull with spikes on it. So
0: yeah, it was. It was a punk album. That's right.
1: But Perfect. the sub the, the subhumans one the the subhumans one is popular. It's a skull with a
0: mohawk. Mm-hmm. No, this is the skull with the spikes. So he had that on the back of his thing. He had spikes on his Pro- shoulders. Probably probably the, cr-
1: probably the first Corrosion of Conformity album. Okay,
0: okay. He was a punk kid. This was like nineteen ninety, maybe ninety one. Something like oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, it was that era. Behold the and, Pale Horse. Yeah, Behold the Pale yes. Horse. Behold <laughs> the Pale Horse. This is, well, 1990, 1991. That's when this book was published. That's what I was doing. I was getting protected <laughs> by from some blakes by a Nazi. How about that? While Bill Cooper's book was being published.
2: And so back to like what he was saying, like we said, he brings up all these these conservative talking points Mm -hmm. and of course goes straight to the straw man of genocide and violence and hatred and all of this. Um, when the guy literally said nothing about hating other people or violence or anything insinuated, nothing of that sort.
0: He didn't get a Um, chance to, he got bulldogged (laughs) by bill in typical bloviating, am conservative talk radio fashion he just talked right over him he straw manned everything the guy said uh, I don't even is it is it a straw man if not only do you Ugh. change this up what, what's the matter D B? <clears throat> nothing no oh, what you said oh
1: no I <laughs> no it's what? not what I meant to do oh
0: it's not the bill okay okay I thought Cough okay. button
1: <laughs>
0: um is it a straw man? If like you com you, you know you completely answer a n- point that was never even brought up at all, is that a straw man? I mean, like I know but straw man's kind of like a tangentially related thing, but that is irrelevant, right? Is that a straw man?
1: No, it's just a, it was just a total deflection, and and mm, basically okay.
0: Bill Cooper was
1: trying to speak to what he thought his immediate audience was going to be, which is uh, the the conservative slash patriot types right yeah you know, right. like like that's that's who he thought his message was most receptive to he had no interest in and in, uh in reaching what he considered a fringe
0: a uh, fringe group of people which was uh white conscious people right and i find it i find it hilarious that the video is titled bill cooper destroys nazi caller
1: well, how do you how do you get to keep it on? Is it on YouTube?
0: Yeah, it's on YouTube. That's probably well. How, that's what's probably one way to keep anyway. a video on YouTube forever? Yeah, yeah. Destroys yeah. Nazis. destroy, Nazi. destroy, Nazi. Yeah,
2: yeah. But um,
0: oh man, it just so, like it just got so bad there. It just got so bad.
2: Well, it's the my thing on it. It's. Not only is it the same, you know, bulldogging and straw man and then destruction of that straw man that conservatives do for a man like Cooper, who put out a book like Behold a Pale Horse to do that to somebody, it just shows the problem with his generation and subsequent generations of these people before us that took race out of everything and looked at race and looked at you know, the whole Nazi ideology and agenda, everything as something out of hatred and violence well, and genocide, something evil. When ultimately we didn't want to make it about race. I don't know about you guys. I didn't start with race. I didn't, I didn't start, start with, with Jews. I didn't start I with didn't race. Start with I kind of started with Jews.
0: I think that to be honest, I kind of um, started with
2: Jews. Well, okay. I grew up around them.
0: That's I, one come thing. On, dude, I grew up around but, them. I was, you know, I went to a lot of Jewish houses and stuff and had to deal with these shitty people and like, you know, play with their kids.
2: Oh, but what I'm getting at is we didn't start with like this hatred of, Oh man, I just hate these people. How do we get rid of them? It's as we, as we went through each of these topics on our own, we started to realize, Oh my God, they're doing this based on race. They're doing this based on this and that. And that's how we've come to this ideology. Same with Kadriano, the same way Hitler, all of these people who mysteriously started hating these Jews started uh, with the why. Uh,
0: well, I don't think, yeah, I don't think these people, you know, hated them right away. Nobody hated them right away. You know, they always, they always come in, they always come in like, uh, what's, the, what's the phrase? They come in like peasants or something. They come in like refugees and they leave like kings.
2: Exactly. Yeah. It's like nobody starts out just saying, I want to just genocide people today. Right. And nobody Oh, that was starts what I was going to say. There.
0: That's what I was going to say. None of us have ever said that we have ever wanted to genocide any people.
2: That is just silly talk, like just like that caller. He says, "I don't want to hurt anybody. Right. I just want the white race to survive."
0: Right? Did, I don't. Did we do the Mein Kampf thing where like he literally lies about Mein Kampf? Or did did I not know part? Okay, there's a part where the guy reads a passage from Mein Kampf, and Bill Cooper is like, "I know it's the the great lie." And Bill Cooper, may, may, maybe it's later. Let's just keep listening. Hold on, I think it might be the next part.
5: Let me ask you this about socialism. It seems to me when you talk about socialism, you're 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 ignoring some important distinctions. Like what? Well, there's there's more than one kind of socialism. Um, Plato's Republic outlines one kind of socialism. Yeah,
3: and that sucks just like all the rest of them.
5: Well, <laughs> uh, it's probably got some problems with it.
3: All socialism sucks. Well, all of it.
5: Y- yeah, but there's, there's, what is socialism? It's 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 a strong central government and cooperation no among the people
3: no hmm? that's not socialism
5: well if that isn't
3: no then w- well and what is it? strong central government could be many different things it could be totalitarian it could be communist it could be socialism it could be a republic it could be a benevolent dictatorship it could be absolutely inept and non-effective at all
5: um, as, as, as I see it socialism just means a government that engages in social planning, in other words, deals with its society and plots a course for it and legislates to make uh, things go in that direction.
3: You need to go back and read Marx some more.
5: Uh, I have read some Marx. Um,
3: and you need to read Plato some more, too.
5: Well, I've, I, I know an awful lot about Plato. Um, but anyway, what I was getting at is if you talk...
0: That's not it. But that's still, Bill, Bill does the thing where he just says a bunch of gobbledygook that was not relevant to what the guy said.
2: Yeah. I feel like I'm listening to a, a mid aughts conservative talk radio guy like Rush Limbaugh. If he, if Rush Limbaugh had a caller like this or even Alex Jones, I feel like Alex Jones would do probably the same thing.
0: Oh, Alex Jones most definitely would. When Alex Jones would get a anti-Israel caller, he would shut him right down.
2: Right. You know, you have and again videos there's videos it's, there's videos again, it's intellectual, intellectual dishonesty to completely just not just deny but vehemently defend the perpetrators of the agenda outlined in behold a pale horse how you can go that, that far and not understand and not call out the people who are committing this agenda even even the Jews as like the lowest level goblins on earth of this uh, this actually evil agenda um, is beyond me, and the only explanation that I can see is doing it on purpose, being a gatekeeper
0: that's That's really all I can come up with with him, honestly. Like how can you have read the protocols? You know, you have them in your book. You have all the protocols in your book, and yet, the worst thing is an anti-Semite.
2: Right, and he has amazing points in the book. I mean, even the first chapter. Um, oh yeah, let's let's go through. Barbara, the book. Let's you had some go stuff the book. from the. Yeah, DB, you had stuff out of there um, that were some fantastic points that were made.
1: Um silent weapons for quiet wars yes yeah i mean it's it's the combined onslaught on all of our senses isn't it you know uh it's the it's the chemical sprays in the skies it's the shit they put in our water it's the uh it's the genetic modification of our food
0: it is the taking
1: out the essential taking out the essential nutrients it's forcing us into these uh, 40-hour work weeks where we spend the better portion of the day where we could be at some point getting some kind of sunlight trapped in a little box with fluorescent light buzzing over our heads doing, uh, doing make work. It's telling us to pursue hedonistic pursuits until uh, until our late 30s when it's too late to really have children.
0: And by that time, all the estrogen you've ingested has totally destroyed your reproductive system. And the child that you reproduce is a low-T faggot who puts a teledildonic furry butt plug in his ass. There you go. Then
1: the free free time you have at home, uh, they put you in front of devil mirrors that uh, blast your brain with all kinds of demoralizing messages and images.
0: Things that are made and to turn your brain into cottage cheese so that the reptilians you, may scoop it out and eat it.
1: Some of you who manage to uh, cobble together a relationship with another, with someone of the opposite sex, uh, both of you will constantly be, be bombarded with messages that tell you it's uh, the grass is greener somewhere else. Uh, so it's very difficult for families to stay together and remain intact and, in order to raise... One child, much less two, three, four, five, like our, like our ancestors just recently did within the last hundred years.
0: Absolutely, yeah, it's been less than two full generations that families went from four plus kids to to abortions in a dog.
1: And so then they fill uh, fill us up with people from the third world who they haven't restrained their uh, their methods of reproduction at all.
0: They actually actually no that's not true, what they've actually done, not only have they not limited their means of reproduction, they have given them modern modern medicine, which has enabled them to reproduce even better.
2: Yes, and I said this earlier, actually, in they Telegram reproduce chat. They is... still the same way.
0: Like, the R-type, K-type, right? They're peak yeah. R-type. Still peak R-type. They're still having all the kids. Just now, all their kids live to be adults.
2: When I said this earlier in our chat, Uh, was, you know, we are cattle here for all of those reasons. Yes, we are cattle. Um, The people in the third world, and somebody had said that, you know, the people in the third world are coming here, they're filling us up with them, but the rules are different for the people of the third world. And what I said was, yes, they are cattle in the third world, but in a different manner, it's the opposite manner. They're not being forcibly sterilized. They are of course being enforced or reinforced. Uh, their numbers are growing and growing and growing and then they send them over here. Um, they grow their numbers yet they uh, completely throttle their food production and their economic value in their countries and then send them over here in absolute just hoard numbers. Um, yeah. but they are still in- invasion cattle.
0: style. They're coming over in like an invasion, is what it is because that's exactly yes. what it is.
2: And, uh, DB, uh, one thing that you'd pointed out was the, uh, the enforcement factors that Cooper talks about. Um, I've got the book open to it. There's six quick factors. Do you want me to read them? Uh, because yeah, they are think pretty poignant.
1: I, well, yeah, despite the source that, that the,
0: there's, uh, the enforcement factors are still pretty significant. Oh, no, I I'm agree. not saying that a lot of the stuff that he said isn't true and did not come true. A lot of the stuff is true, you know, and did come true. A lot of the stuff is, you know, stuff that you can FOIA request and look at yourself, all the documents that he talks about. You know, yeah. all that stuff well, is declassified and for the most
2: part. Before I read, that's what, what makes what page it are so you infuriating. It's like, oh, it's page 63. Okay. Um At least of my copy but that's what's so infuriating about this is all of this did come true all this is coming true right before our eyes um and you can you know reveal it for yourself you can confirm it all but what we know now of cooper it just makes it even more infuriating and reinforces in my opinion the idea that he is a gatekeeper or was a gatekeeper that was pushed off the map after he outlived his usefulness um but he yeah, may I, can, have done, I can read well, the facts
0: here. He may have done the thing where he said too much with the 9-11 prediction.
2: That's possible, yeah, and we can talk about that after. Sure. Um, okay, so the I factors the enforcement, enforcement. factors,
0: is that what we're doing? Okay, cool.
2: Yeah, uh, factor one. As in every social system approach, stability is achieved only by understanding and accounting for human nature, uh, such as action reaction patterns. A failure to do so can be and usually is disastrous. As in other human social schemes, one form or another of intimidation or incentive is essential to the success of the draft. Physical principles of action and reaction must be applied to both internal and external uh, subsystems. To secure the draft, individual brainwashing, programming, and both the family union and the peer group must be engaged and brought under control. Factor two, the father.
0: Hold up, hold up. So Mm -hmm. this whole thing is set up to create an environment where a society will be uh have a positive reaction to a draft basically right this is uh, this is incentive 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 to a successful draft right so this is drafting people into a military and this is how you do it
2: basically. right or drafting them into their system into is their the system. way i okay. see it okay yeah, yeah i agree and- I, I i agree with the drafting
1: into the system part it's getting you acclimated uh through either guilt or subversion that you want to be be part that it, it will be beneficial to your survival to want to be part of the system.
0: Right. I read that completely wrong. You're talking about a social system. Actually, that's exactly what he said. Okay. I don't know where I got Um, commentary from.
2: Yes, go ahead. And, and this, and it just gets, it just gets even more ridiculous and true as, as we read on. Um, In Factor 2, he talks about the father, says the man of the household must be housebroken to ensure that Junior will grow up with the right social training and and attitudes. The advertising media, etc., are engaged to see that the father-to-be is pussy-whipped before or by the time he is married. He is taught that he either conforms to the social notch cut out for him or his sex life will be hobbled and his tender companionship will be zero. He is made to see that women demand security more than logical, principled, or honorable behavior. By the time his son must go to war, father, with jelly for a backbone, will slam a gun into Junior's hand before father will risk the censure of his peers or make a hypocrite of himself by crossing the investment he is he has in his own personal opinion or self-esteem. Junior will go to war or father will be embarrassed. So Junior will go to war, the true purpose notwithstanding. Now with this... I see it and and again going to war i see it more as being part of that social system i see this as fathers of kids who grew up to be just absolutely degenerate tranny liberal antifa you know just as a part of this system as you could possibly be and they do it out of fear that they will be ostracized well uh, that they that they will be
0: to be fair you have grown up post installation of all of these things for 20 years Right, so what you know you witness with you know people doing all this degenerate stuff to get back to your parents, I mean, I guess they were still doing that back then, but the threshold was different, right, right, yes, exactly, Fair. yeah, yeah, so like so it was a haircut back then, you had to cut your hair, you know,
1: yeah, basically, by the time this book had come out when he is describing this, uh at the time, you already saw plenty of dads. And uh, the the famous cartoon bungling father, Homer Simpson, was the most famous father in the country at the time.
0: Uh, uh, even though no, he, I think Bill Cosby would have been the most famous father in the country. I was, I was, I was
1: about to say that the most famous uh, uh, human sitcom uh, character was, 1990. was well, Dr. Huxtable.
0: Well, Dr. Huxtable, Homer Simpson wasn't that popular, I don't believe, in the 90s as much as they were later on. I think in the 90s, maybe. I think the 90s but were Dr. Bart Hunt's Simpson's time. 90s were Bart Simpson's but- Simpson time. The 90s for parents were well it was still on Fox. But of course that was Ed O'Neill and worst father ever. Right. Right?
1: But all all the yeah, all the fathers were bungling yeah. at some, uh, on some level they were all subservient. They all uh, they all were browbeaten nonstop. Mhm. And uh, it w- and it just got
0: worse and worse. Didn't want to have sex with his wife. JPEG, no, just going to go to sleep. Oh. I hate, and, I hate and that were, show so And you're supposed to I think that, that he was an idiot
1: for wanting to pass that up. Yeah, that, you're I mean, supposed right. to think
0: that he's an idiot for wanting to pass up that high-heeled, high-hair-wearing man in a set of fake tits. Jew- Isn't Katie Sagal Jewish? I think she is. Pretty sure Katie Sagal's a Jew. Yeah, yeah um, they
1: gave, and it gave that creature a new show.
0: Yeah. Well, that was Sons of Anarchy, right?
1: No, they gave it a new show. It, it
0: called, oh, they're rec- calling it Rebel. Oh, recently? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Rebel?
2: Um, and by the time I was growing up, too, I mean, with cartoons and everything, it was all the way in kids' shows at that point. Well, I dad's remember. All, yeah, the dumb dad, the- Everything, like fairly odd parents, Jimmy Neutron, stuff mm-hmm. that I'd grown up with uh, yep. at the time. Well, Dad's wait a second. Which was, the one,
0: which was the one with Dinkelberg?
2: That was fairly odd parents. Okay.
0: I think, wasn't the father, like, secretly based in that show? Or is that just what people do with memes? That's, that's what, what people, people, do people, do people do with memes, probably. Okay, okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I know he didn't no, say the thing. You no, know, the Jimmy Neutron memes where he's like, yeah, that's just quacking crazy. The amount of people in the, the amount of ovens thing. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. No, but that's I'm talking just about, memes. Like, yeah, no, I know that. But I, I think it was the other one, which was... Fairly Odd Parents, yeah, that one. The, I think the da- I thought the dad wasn't too bad on that show.
2: No, he was a total idiot. Oh, was he? Which was okay. No, complete retard. Okay. And I remember even seeing like my dad didn't like me watching a lot of that because the parents. Oh, were that's usual right. Because
0: retarded. The, right, because the fairy, the fairy godparents were better parents than his real parents.
1: Right. The well, supernatural. They gave, him what, they gave him everything he wanted. Right. Yes. Everything
0: he wanted. Well, he had to learn a lesson. Sometimes what you want isn't what you really want, but I'll let you make
2: your own mistakes. Time travel doesn't work. Yeah, because oh. it makes you gay. Right.
0: Um. Well not unless you have. <laughs> listen, listen, there's a a little bit of a bit of a discrepancy that we need to possibly clear up. Time travel does make you gay. However, the caveat being if you are wearing or are in a Farrah gay cage, as Adam has stated. Several times in the first couple seasons of the show. If you're in a Farragut cage, you're protected from the gay. So that is, that's the only way, really. So
2: you can buy those at dissonantapparel.com slash allies slash paranormies.
0: That's where you can buy our shirts. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, back <laughs> so to no, so, the So the definitely, stupid fuck. Definitely go sir, there to buy our shirts.
0: Right. Definitely go there to buy our shirts. But Al Bundy, prototype, dumb dad, nineties, when his book came out. This factor to making the father be completely housebroken to a tyrannical wife because he's got to be pussy whipped. And, uh, yes, jelly for a backbone. Make sure, no, my son's not going to not join the Marines or whatever, right? This is Junior will go to war.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, weren't we already in selective service by this time?
2: Well, yeah, we had been for quite a while. Um, But again, not not specifically talking about war itself.
0: Real quick about selective service. I just found out that if you were born male and and transitioned to female, you still have to register for the draft.
2: Yeah, but women don't.
0: Right, but women don't. Right, but women
2: don't, yeah. Yes, if you become a man, you don't have to. How about that glass coffin, boys? Yeah. (laughs) Love it. The glass Um, coffin. (laughs) Well, uh, speaking of women, do we want to talk about mother here? Yes. Yes. Nice to see you. So, factor three, the mother... Uh, The female element of human society Is ruled by emotion first and logic second In the battle between logic and imagination Imagination always wins Fantasy prevails And maternal instinct dominates So that the child comes first And the future comes second A woman with a newborn baby is too starry-eyed To see a wealthy man's cannon fodder Or a cheap uh, source of slave labor A woman must, however, be conditioned To accept the transition to reality When it comes, or sooner As the transition becomes more difficult to manage, the family unit must be carefully disintegrated, and state controlled public education and state operated child care centers must become more common and legally enforced so as to begin the detachment of the child from the mother and father at an earlier age. Inoculation of behavioral drugs such as Ritalin can speed the trans- uh, transition for the child, which will be mandatory. Caution, a woman's impulsive anger can override her fear. An irate woman's power must never be underestimated, and her power over a pussy-whipped husband must likewise never be underestimated. It got the women the vote in 20, er, 1920.
0: <laughs>
2: that is hilarious. This
0: is true. The pussy is the power recently, and that has been done purposefully. The feminists, the several waves of feminism, were designed to completely destroy the family order, and put the pussy on a pedestal.
2: Yeah, and it's interesting how they how he yeah. talks about, you know, uh state controlled public education, which of course had been in its in its prime for several decades at this point. Mm-hmm. But then state operated childcare centers. That and was the new we thing. We have the inoculation of behavioral drugs like Ritalin. Um, R- Ritalin was my ADHD generation. Drugs.
0: I remember Ritalin when I was like kids. Of my yeah, you know, Ritalin was like when I was in seventh grade. I remember when yeah, kids started Yeah, Ritalin, that.
2: what's the other one for ADD? Um, Adderall? Adderall, all these things that end up detaching a child from their natural progression with their parents.
0: Yeah, Adderall's more your generation. We had Ritalin and there was something else. I don't remember. Yeah. They they wanted me to take it because I was hyper, hyperactive.
2: Not yeah, it's funny, it. it's funny with the with the dad, all they have to do, well, <laughs> all all they have to do is create this bumbling, pussy whipped, you know, destroyed man who, well, and how do they do that? Do anything, though?
0: And how do they do that through media, through media, mostly
2: with a woman, they have, a, I think it's a little bit harder because yeah, they have to break through that barrier of emotion because mm-hmm. that emotion is tied to the child first and the future. Second, a woman is thinking and should be thinking right now about what is the best thing for my child.
0: Well, they and were getting women hooked on drugs back in the 60s with their
2: mothers, yes. the helpers, and SSRIs. The feminist movement, yeah. drugs, all of it yep. is to detach the woman from the child from and the then child. pump yep. and the and kid with drugs to detach the child.
0: Right. And then, you know, if you even have a kid, because abortion, legalize abortion and see what happens.
2: Here's I'm getting images of dog bots,
0: broken eggs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: It's so sad. It's yeah. just, it's very depressing. Yep. all this stuff.
0: So the next because we're going to run out of what time is it? Let's see how much time we have left in the show. Oh, we're we'll go a little over time. Let's finish this part up because this is kind of important stuff. This is stuff that's definitely been done. This part of the conspiracy, this part of the agenda is definitely done. You can see it in real time. What we what you're looking at today in America is like the shrapnel, you know, of yeah. this. Right now what you're looking at is it's a it's a reset, it's a different kind of reset. That's true, it's a different kind yeah, of reset. It's definitely a reset. I mean, they're they're erasing types of people. Like people, you know, like the the strong family-minded person in general, the strong good value having what would people would consider good American values a few years ago. You know, those people are right. now demonized by Demonic trannies who are cutting their own dicks off and taking all kinds of satanic uh, medication to change themselves into something that they're not—you know, spit in, right. spit in the face of creation and go to war, so to and, speak. Right, and go to war. Absolutely, this is um, all a war. It's always been a war. It's always been a war. The war, the war is in your mind right now. It's not. It's silent, right? Talk about this is quiet weapons for silent wars. And yes, uh, yeah, and not only do they have quiet weapons, they've been doing it for a very, very, very long time. But the battle is in the mind, and the prize is absolutely your soul.
2: Correct. Yep. Um, the last three are, are all pretty quick. So if you want, I can just knock them out yeah, one by one, and then we can out. talk we'll about it. We'll knock them. the
0: two out real quick, and then we'll do the last one.
2: Yeah. Uh, factor Four, Junior. Uh, The child. So the emotional pressure for self-preservation during time of war and the self-serving attitude of the common herd that have an an option to avoid the battlefield, if Junior can be persuaded to go, is all of the pressure finally necessary to propel Johnny off to war. Their quiet blackmailings of him are the threats. No sacrifice, no friends. No glory, no girlfriends. Factor five. Sister. And what about Junior's sister? She is given all the good things of life by her father and taught to expect the same from her future husband, regardless of the price.
0: It seems like this is stuff they implemented in the fifties and the sixties.
2: Oh yeah, Man. I think I think very much after the post in the post World War II world.
0: Yeah, this is this was when the Frankfurt School moved in after the Jews won World War II. They occupied Washington, Rome. London, they had all three seats of power completely. that's, that's when they started putting this stuff into in play. It makes sense, because you know yeah, because uh, the wars, you know because it was it was a uh, it was a noble thing to go off to war, right? And as an American Union off to Korea, and then Vietnam was a bad war. He goes on to vi- talk about Vietnam. he talks a lot about a lot of the people that were involved with Vietnam. He's not a big fan of them.
2: Oh like well, yeah, that. that was his war.
0: I like yeah. I like I like Bill Cooper for like his anti Nixon anti Eisenhower stuff. I like that. I mean, I do because those people are you know obviously you know evil
2: <laughs> puppets. Actually. But he's not an anti
0: semite. What's that? Yeah, but he's not an anti semite. Yeah, right.
2: Um, talk about what do you think about these? I mean, unfortunately, I part.
1: Part of being in the Gen X class of of micro generations that we have invented for ourselves because technology has uh, progressed so quickly that we have to do it in these kind of like ten year increment. Yeah, the
0: technology kind of forced a divide.
1: Yeah, part part of the benefit of being in Gen X is getting to see the analog go into the digital generation right and so all this stuff that we're talking about seems like old hat right it's it's like it's like oh yeah this the, all this stuff has been going on for a while when this came out in 1991 this wasn't stuff people were talking about right people were talking about are the cowboys going to win the super bowl People were talking about uh, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. People were The USSR fully, are
2: falling. And that, yeah, yeah the USSR was collapsing. Fully, right.
1: People were fully immersed in their uh, – they, they didn't realize at the time their waning high-trust society. Right, and, and the because, thing is, is- – uh, Because the people in charge had everybody sufficiently fooled and and kept under wraps. And everything that they were doing was very incremental – and it it just didn't it, it it seemed like everything everything seemed like a hollywood movie for a lot of people even the people that weren't doing so hot because hey you're in america things can happen right it's right. not like that anymore this is only 25 years later
0: right in 1991 know,
1: it's
2: incredible, the the acceleration of all of this oh, they amped it up
0: for sure well they absolutely did uh it was it was done that way yeah, on purpose. 1991 was the George Bush, New World Order speech, wasn't it? September 11th, 91, or was that the? Am I thinking different date? Was it? 90- I think
1: that was I think that was the State of the Union where he said that. But yeah. I, I I'm not I'm not entirely Hold sure. On. State of the Union typically happens in uh, yeah, well, uh, but, sometime in January. Well, it was
0: 1991 though, wasn't it?
1: I I, mm, or 90. I'm not sure. It was definitely before. It was definitely before Desert Storm,
0: right? Uh, I just want to look this up because I want to see if it if he said it before.
2: Wish we had an intern for this. It was 1990. Oh. No. I just looked it up. September,
0: September 11th, 19 September 11th, 1991,
2: dude. It says I'm looking uh, at it right September now. 11th, 1990.
0: September 11th, 1991. September 11th, 1991. September 11th, 1991. George Bush, 1991. I'm getting and There's 1990. One in 19- okay, wait, 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 wait. Scroll further down. New World Order, September 11th, 1990. He did it twice. Apparently.
2: Ah, uh, did it twice. Okay. Okay.
0: So the first one was 1990. Okay. So yeah. he would have gotten... Bill published this in 1991. So he... Did he get any of the the quotes, the Bill, the George Bush quotes, in there? I'm not sure. I don't remember.
2: I don't remember. Mm. Um, Do we want to read the last factor or oh, the cattle? Which, yes, which which ties in, as you said earlier, Dogbot, perfectly with uh, some things going on today. All of this does, but this one specifically will be uh, quite noticeable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this factor six cattle those who will not use their brains are no better off than those who have no brains and so this mindless school of jellyfish father mother son and daughter become useful beasts of burden or trainers of the same
0: hmm.
2: i mean that's so, that's what we are widgets cattle
0: yeah. yep cattle you know, goyam.
1: make work we got we got make work and then we have uh, co- uh, constant a constant Diminishing, uh, diminishing quality consumer goods. That uh, what's what's it, what's the uh, what's the factor that's in our goods that allow them to uh, fall apart? So we have to buy more. What's that called? Obsolescence. Huh? Yeah, plan, planned yeah. Obsolescence, planned
0: yeah. obsolescence. Yeah, planned. Planned obsolescence.
1: Planned obsolescence. Yeah. Yeah. So so we're constantly uh, we're constantly having to replace things, uh, and we, we constantly have to do make work in order to replace the things in order to keep a certain level of comfort while everything's going to shit around us. But as long as we have food with diminishing, uh, caloric intake and, and, and nutritional well, value, it's actually, to it's actually, into our um, bodies,
0: it's not reduced caloric intake. It's actually, um, increased caloric intake, but reduced nutrient into, and reduced. Intake. Int- yeah. Right. right. It's worked right. well. Because they're not just—they're not just modifying uh, the food. They're modifying the food they feed to your food.
2: Yes. You know, it's and, not just—and it's all—it all serves to keep you so focused on what's right in front of you. You know, keeping up with this beast system, as it's been called by many of our buddies, um, that you don't care about this. You look at a book like Behold a Pale Horse. You look at a book like Genesis Six Conspiracy, and you're like, "Why do I care?" Well, oh, back when, in
0: 1991, it was like peak nihilism, bro. Yeah, it was
2: like Limp Biscuit
0: and Pearl Jam. No, 91 Ooh. wasn't Limp Biscuit. Yeah, there wasn't any Limp no, Biscuit, no, no, yet, no. I was, but Pearl it is Pearl Jam. Yeah. It was like Pearl Jam and uh Soundgarden, Alice in Chains.
1: Definitely going into uh the the rave generation. Yeah. Uh there, there there was that was the revival of the uh hippie nihilism but with uh
0: with electronic yeah, music and with, ecstasy.
1: Uh, electronic music and ex- yeah. And and a sudden uh, resurgence of lysergic acid for some reason. uh, Yeah, it just
0: appeared. It just appeared. I don't know where. I don't know where. Well, and also uh, the jam band phenomenon, fish and uh, the dead, that whole thing. That's kind of where all the the acid came from. But that was CIA, so.
2: Right. I mean, yeah, it's not like we don't know that. CIA complicit in all of this. Right, absolutely. Which we can get to later because we're going to hit this book. Again. Yeah, probably. we're going to hit this
0: book a couple times. Um, I was just mad. Bill Cooper fucking sucks. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> DB. Fuck him and his fucking anti Semites, blah, 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 Zionist bullshit. Uh, you know who was a good fucking conspiracy theorist, though? It was Ross Perot. Like a legit guy who told the future, foretold the future. Ross fucking Perot. Go watch the Ross Perot versus Al Gore debates. He fucking eviscerates Al Gore. And,
2: I mean, it's not that hard.
0: Well, yeah, but Al Gore was the guy, though, remember? And, right. Uh, and Al Gore just did the thing where he tried to talk over him and blah, blah, blah. And that's what they did to, to Perot. And they made fun of him. They had Dana Carvey making fun of him every weekend on Saturday Night Live. But he was on the money with just about fucking everything. And I'm pretty sure he was anti-Semitic.
2: Probably. But, again, probably wouldn't have revealed it at that point.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. And don't get me wrong, D.B. I'm sorry. I know this was like the sh- this was like the big deal in 1991, I guess. But like, knowing what we know now, and he didn't change at all. And he had the protocols in his book. I don't know. It's just a weird, it's a weird book. But we will talk about a lot more of it because a lot of the stuff in here did come true. Not just the the. Uh, <sighs> the absolute degenerate like downtrend of the american family which was part of these government uh, programs when I mean, he goes through and there's a lot of government programs project this project that where yes. where the government is experimenting on people doing things to americans and it's true you know this stuff is true that's yeah, and these documents
2: lot. you can find. You can look them up. you can look them up online. Most of the time they're in the cia.gov database. They're declassified.
0: FBI, yeah. A lot of them are. I mean, the San Francisco um MK Ultra experiment where they it wasn't it wasn't lysergic acid. It was some other probably like welbutrin or something. I don't know. Some precursor to some sort of SSRI, but they sprayed it over the whole city. Like, San Francisco is big-time Ultra testing grounds. That's what the Presidio yes. is all about. I mean, like, this stuff happens. You know, Americans have been tested on. People just don't think it's true. Pfft, shut up. I'm just a conspiracy theorist. Well, even Zio shills like Bill Cooper were right a lot.
2: A lot. Yes, and you can say that they were allowed to do what they did because... Uh, gatekeeper revelation of the method what have you but the the fact is that we still know these things and that is important uh-huh. um and we're able to do what we do and go even farther because we are not gatekeepers because we are not right. shills
0: well and um, the thing about
2: pretty fucked up way for a gatekeeper to go out
0: yeah is to
1: get shot on his own property by some fucking deputies over some bullshit yeah and but i wouldn't
0: exactly call, call these people though. ceremonial yeah they, that's the story They're they honorable. told us don't forget, don't forget, Bill Cooper was a member of the Demolay Society.
2: That is true. And As you know, in Jacques Demolay, the last grandmaster of the public Knights Templar.
0: Right. And don't forget, so is Walt Disney. Just saying. Oh. Just saying. Um, oh, Interesting. Yeah. Not actual, not actual masons, though. But yeah, Bill Cooper, uh, he talks a lot about Adam Weishaupt and the Illuminati a lot. That's one word that bill cooper did popularize quite a bit was illuminati yes
2: um real quick guys i'm gonna have to pop out all right but it has been fun it's been a great night everybody take care um i'll let you show my telegram with everybody else's
4: okay
2: i'll do that at the end all right man see you all right cool everybody have a good night you too buddy.
0: All right, it's just us. What's up, DB? Not much. Don't get mad at me for not liking Bill Cooper anymore.
1: I just wasn't prepared to talk about a phone call I hadn't heard
0: before. Oh, I just found out like five seconds before the show, too. So it was all brand new. But it's some Nazi chilling. I guess Bill Cooper is a and always was a big-time Zionist. That sucks.
1: <laughs> I didn't even get the impression that he was a Zionist. I got the impression that he was sort of like a patriotard libertarian from from Behold the Pale Horse revisiting it as an adult with what I know about mm-hmm. ideologies etcetera etcetera. Yeah, 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 so like to I, this so like had I heard the phone call I I, I, I would have I, I probably would have had a similar reaction. I just uh, it's just it, as far as like the content of the book is concerned like it, it, to me like some like, I, I really didn't get the Zionist point. Like, he he does, uh, like, Aliens, a lot of the interviews man. I saw with him, he would say stuff like, it's not just the Jews, it's not just right, right. Uh, the, the Freemasons, it's, it's not, not just, just the Catholics. Thing. It's all, all of them working together right, to bring still forth the Jews, this
0: bro. awful system. But that's still the Jews, because the Jews have infiltrated all of those, or run all of those things he talked about. I, you know, 25 years ago,
1: I'd like to see I'd like to see the uh, the number of, uh, it, you know, like I know that they had their hands in a lot of the institutions that they have full control over today. But I'd like to see how much of it was still in Gentile control mm. uh, at the at the time period. It's not not, not like it would matter, but like I, I'm just I'm really trying to f- I'm, I, it, I'm really trying to figure out the cognitive dissonance of a dead man. Right. And that's right. kind of that's kind of like it's kind of like a pointless it's kind of like a pointless intellectual exercise. It's like it, you know it's like okay so you're going to put you're going to put the the protocols in your fucking book. Right. But you're going to say no, whenever they say Jew you need to hear Illuminati. Well it doesn't work like that, buddy. Because when you when you go over the protocols one by one, you can you can mirror the you, you could put them side by side with things that they have actually accomplished and that they're they have fully weaponized against us
0: as Jews. Yes, not Illuminati as Jews,
1: including including the secret societies that you talk about being such a big problem in your book that you basically just uh, you, you basically just appropriated from Eustace Mullins. Right. So well, Eustace Mullins says- talks about the Freemasons and the Illuminati a great deal in Curse of Canaan, and he 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 considers the what we consider the evil Jews. He considers them the Canaanites, and the Canaanites, uh, you, you know, hate us uh, it, it, so that they they find ways to punish us and murder us. That's why they they murdered a ton of us in in, in the Civil War and the World Wars, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it, you yeah. know, in the, in the protocols, it says that we're going to come up with some secret societies and shit to make some Gentiles feel like that they're in on the in, in on the
0: deal. And, they're, and they'll word end for up word. doing our
1: bidding for us.
0: Word for word in the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. Word for word. Going to set up your secret societies, run them, get all the goyim thinking that they know something. It's probably like half of the stuff that we know is just... Pissed on breadcrumbs, keeping us where we're at. I'd like to think we're a little bit more enlightened than some.
1: <laughs> well, when I when I wasn't, I thought I was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so it's hard. It's really hard to say. All all I know is, I I
0: smell a rat. Yeah, I mean, he's and like, it's got he's a big like now listen. Let me tell you, Freemasonry is one of the most wicked and terrible organizations on the earth. The Masons are major players in the struggle for world domination, 33rd degree, split into two. One split contains the core of the Luciferian Illuminati, and the other contains those who have no knowledge of it whatsoever. And he talks about how he was in the Demolay Society, and that's how he was selected for naval security and intelligence. He says it was because of his associations with secret societies. Now... He recommends a book called Holy Blood, Holy Grail, and the Messianic Legacy. Oh, two different books, excuse me. Holy Blood, Holy Grail by Bajant, Lee, and Lincoln, and the Messianic Legacy, also by Bajant, Lee, and Lincoln. Um, I guess they talk about the alliance of power that resulted in the secret world government, which is the NWO, which is another thing that Cooper popularized. The New World Order. Which which the Jews shit all over with pro wrestling and the NWO, right? That had to be some sort of something to do with it. Some sort of propaganda.
1: (laughs) You know, uh, it's hard to deny... All yeah, you know, we're just. I guess we're just covering chapter one. So it's it's really hard to deny any of the stuff that is in chapter one. Just like just like I said, you can you can put up uh, examples of stuff that happened in the that's going on in the protocols. You can you can look around at all the stuff that we're, that this industrial society is throwing at us today, and what cancer rates are, are, are higher than ever. A uh, heart disease is higher than ever. Whenever, ah, uh, and and he mentions this in the book, he says, uh, as early as the 1900s, people were eating way more salt, way more meat back then. Like right. that was a, that was way more of a staple, and heart disease was just abnormal. It, like
0: it was non-existent. abnormal back by then.
1: our rates. It was it was astronomically low.
0: The right. It was. So what's different? Well, all the engineering. Um. Well, I, like a guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he said he said a thing, right? And uh it's went something like um industrial society and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. Is that right? Absolutely have. Something isn't something. some guy said something like that. Ever yeah. since that happened, ever since that happened, ever since we've been taken away from our natural circadian whatever universal rhythm by Artificial timepieces, by artificial calendars, by artificial time in general, and the multitude of machines that we interact with on an almost perpetual basis—it's just devolved the human being, like the entire state of of humanity, really.
1: And it's it's happening it's happening at a crippling rate, to where people who are in their sixties and seventies can look at people who are younger and go, "What? What is
0: going on? Why? Why does everybody look like that?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely true. Like the older boomers are, you know, with their little mixed mixed breed uh, grandchildren that they have to take to school every day because Shark Mom's a drug addict. You know those people? Yeah it's diff- life is different for them now in 2021 you know but uh what we didn't get to is uh, in part 5 of the of the uh the part in, um where is it the mother father there it is cattle uh that just fits right in with mass culture this is what we have right now we have a very obedient jellyfish like society filled with karens and Hall patrolmen, hall Did they- uh, hall monitors. Excuse me, hall monitors, who get to tattle and get to video people and get them kicked out of stores and get the security called on them because masks, because COVID, because of a fake disease, because of a fake virus. Just like Prince Philip said, he wanted to come back as a virus.
1: Volunteer face diaper Stasi. <laughs> That's a good one. It's unreal, dude. Like, like it's ridiculous. Like, you can go into a place without a mask on, and one of them will see you without the mask on, and immediately try to find the nearest authority to yeah. snitch on you. Yeah.
0: With. Oh, dude, did I tell you my job got shut down for COVID for the weekend? Did it? Somebody on the job, one of the portability foremen from Minnesota, is sick and tested positive for COVID. Anybody who was around him for more than fifteen minutes, like last from like last Thursday back or whatever, has to quarantine. They're doing the contact tracing, uh, so they shut the job down and they're sanitizing the entire job today and tomorrow.
1: For something that has a ninety-nine point nine seven survivability rate.
0: Yep, absolutely. They shut the job down. I am now out an entire days, two days. I will be now out in two entire days' pay.
1: Because I wish everything. to God I had had the means to come up with one of these like sanit like sanitation crew places that that get called, you know, and and
0: that has like to just
1: be. just show up when ha- just, like show up in hazmat suits. Well, honestly, and just I... have like a water mister, just like I have a like a water mister and some like thing that looks like a sci-fi, yeah, you know, that looks like a sci-fi flamethrower and just like walk around and, and just light. like shoot things with like a water mist and, a, and, and a then UV charge light. them like 5 yeah. grand.
0: And you have a UV light and you just wand stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, you got to yeah, have the UV. Like, it's got to look yeah. it's got to look sci-fi, dude. But no, honestly, uh up until recently, I hadn't noticed these but when I worked in San Francisco, I saw them kind of all the time. I haven't seen them anywhere else really, but little cleaning service like um fire cleanup or, uh, you know, like water cleanup services or whatever. I think those businesses are now like making a lot of money <laughs> they're now, they're now making a lot of fiat currency taking care of a thing that doesn't exist. Like these people gotta be going nuts. I mean, they have to be, I've seen, I've seen cleaning crews come in. They come in with the little fucking hats and the the gloves and they spray stuff and they just wipe it down. You're not allowed to be in there for 24 hours and now it's sanitized.
1: I'm saying we, we could have made a ton of money, but like, oh, yeah, you'd have to get the suits. And mm-hmm. but I'm sure I could find like a costume
0: guy to like come up with the fake sanitizing. I've got and, a couple of safety rain suits, they're like safety yellow, so kind of like the kind of like hazmat looking suits. You know, we just have to get the hoods. You could do it. <laughs> it's like hazmat cleanup. I mean, technically it is. There's one thing I, I always w- wondered about this. So these masks, these things that are getting, you know, all your face pubes and your actual face pubes all over them and your breath and your coffee breath and your cigarette smoke and your snot and saliva. Isn't that technically medical waste? And shouldn't it be disposed of properly? Where is the environmental uh, outcry over the... Multitude of millions of disposable masks being just dumped literally everywhere.
1: That's one of the fucking most awful things I've seen lately is everybody's disgusting fucking masks uh, trampled on just in the in the dirt and on the in the parking lots everywhere, everywhere, Where everywhere. are the
0: pictures? Where everywhere. are the pictures of the sea turtle wrapped up in a mask? Where is, you know, where is the seagull? The pelican wrapped up in a mask, right? Where I mean, isn't that what happened with like plastic bottle stuff, plastic six-pack containers, the holders, right? It's like a big deal, right? But now masks are like pfft, nobody cares, and nobody listens, and nobody cares. George Carlin was right. Everything gets a little worse, and everything gets a little worse, and you lose a little bit more freedom, and nobody listens, nobody says nothing, and nobody cares. That's it. Anyways. (laughs) All right, let's figure we'd end on a positive note, huh?
1: Oh, we did. Uh, Prince, uh, Prince Philip is dead. He was an adrenochrome, addicted, evil, satanic piece of shit. And uh, even though he said a lot of base stuff that we covered tonight, uh, he was an awful globalist uh, scumbag, probably crypto Jew, uh, lots of things. Yes, and, absolutely. And, uh, uh, I'm pressing S to spit right
0: now. Absolutely pressing S to spit. He is a real yeah. piece of shit.
1: The thing is with some of these guys, man, it's taking oh, wait. them forever. Like come, 99?
0: like, come on, ninety nine, come
1: on, well, what was the other one recently that finally well, that finally crapped the bed? What, what was that guy?
0: A uh, uh, guy, I don't know. Who? Uh, the oh, but the other. What I was going to say about Roth Prince Rothschild. Philip. Back. Who? I think it was a Rothschild that just finally croaked. Oh, recently. finally, one of them, one of their nineteenth yeah. hearts, the nineteenth yeah, hearts. Hundred and two or something. That was Rockefeller. <laughs> that's another thing. The Rockefellers are Rockefeller, all over yeah, this book. Sorry. The Rockefellers, Nelson Rockefeller and David Rockefeller, I want to say, are all over this book. So he gets pretty far, but not far enough. And I believe it's gatekeeping. All right. Anyways, what I was going to say about Prince Philip is, isn't it funny how now Prince Philip and Prince Charles are related? They're they're that's that's his nephew. Is that correct?
1: I, okay, so I had a coworker have his kid, his kid had called them up on the phone, and he had on, on speakerphone, and the kid was like, Prince Philip died, and he's like, who? And, and the kid couldn't explain since a kid, so I was the closest person in proximity, and I said, well, Prince Philip was married to the Queen of England. He's like, so wouldn't that be the king? King Philip? I'm like, no, uh, I don't know why. He wasn't technically the king, but he's the father of uh, like like Prince Charles and then the grandfather of the... Right? Grandfather of the... He's the the
0: father of Prince Charles? Isn't he? Hold on. Let's look that up real quick. Prince... See,
1: this is how little I care... Yeah, this is how little I care, too. And and to illustrate my point, this was how little I Mm -hmm. care about... Uh, some fake royal family from an island across the pond that our great friend Gott lives on. Uh, yo,
0: love right. that guy. We have oh, we have God several friends. Love that guy. We have several friends.
1: Right, my favorite Oh, no, it's Philip. From, okay, so, so no, it's yeah. Philip.
0: So yeah, Prince Philip is his father. Why isn't it King Philip?
1: I, I don't know.
4: Yeah, why I don't
0: isn't care. King Philip? But like, anyways, that's beside the point. Like, why so does, why does, is? Why does Michelle... Trump what I want to ask... I have a I question. Hang on, I have a question. Father and son, right? Both of them, really, 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 really good friends with the two biggest pedo traffickers, known pedo traffickers on the planet, Jimmy Savile and, Jer- uh, and Jeffrey Epstein. And
1: those are that? the known ones. I'm right, sure I'm there's way
0: worse ones. Oh, I'm just saying. The two biggest happen to be the two best friends of the father and son princes of England very interesting who was
1: the guy that ran the ones for the un out of haiti i forgot that guy's name he worked for the clinton foundation oh, never mind i i, 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 have, I, have I would that think somewhere. that one was
0: pretty i have that somewhere. It's I, a I, obscure and random non-sequitur it's cool i'm no i i'm just thinking yes you're correct no it's it's a is it a is it a uh is it a royal no, I, I. It's a Bill
1: Clinton. I can't keep up with all the bad guys anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are too many bad guys. Well, it used to just be Henry Kissinger.
0: Anymore. It used to like just be Henry Kissinger and Zbigniew Brzezinski. And that was it. Yeah, that was really it. I bet you know?
1: those. I bet those were the days when you could just like count them on your hand.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> well, those are those are professors. Uh, Zbigniew Brzezinski and. Professor Henry Kissinger, oh, excuse me, Doctor Professor. No, do- I'm, so- I'm wrong. Oh, whoa, oh, my bad. Let me re- let me rephrase. Doctor is a big new Brzezinski, and Doctor Henry Kissinger's both of them PhDs. Because of course, of course, they were they're, those guys. Those are the two big bad guys. They're, they were like well, now you have George Soros, obviously, but George Soros is like nine million and six years old. Um. Everybody knows his kid is going to take his place. But now, there's so many different bad guys. There's so many different bad guys. Back then, it was it was Brzezinski and Kissinger, and Kissinger did everything. He went around and talked to every world leader Put who he could put in his pocket, and who he couldn't put in his pocket. He bombed the shit out of him. That's it. And huh. Bill Cooper exposes a lot of that and connects all of those people to secret societies like the Knights of Malta and, um, skull and bones, skull and bones. That's the first time I heard
1: of the skull and bones society was, uh, was coop.
0: What was the other? one? It's skull and bones and something in quill. What's the other one? Uh, Not pen and quill. It's, uh, I'm scrolling through looking for it. And I,
1: He mentions the Swiss, uh, the the Swiss Guard mm-hmm. as well. Well,
0: you know, watch out for the Eternal Swiss.
1: You well, he that, uh,
0: right? he 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 had the entire oath uh,
1: in the book mm-hmm. for the. I saw that. Yeah. You know, yeah, be, for the Vatican. You know, they, the We don't want to bring the, up. We don't want to bring up the Swiss because you know some people. people get, man, well, if, yes. if, if, if people thought we were shitting on uh, white achievement for saying that there's no way that people with horse and buggies were building uh, these state capitol buildings, uh, they're really gonna. They're really gonna fucking.
0: They're really gonna get mad when they find out things like, literally every NWO entity is headquartered in Switzerland. It's weird. It's really weird. And how the Bank of International Settlements, the bank that all of the Rothschild-owned central banks that everybody talks about are beholden to, is headquartered in the neutral state of Switzerland. As is the World Health Organization. As is the UN. As is... What else? As is CERN. As is... So many other organizations. Well, it's because they have tax-free status, John. That's why. No other reason. Never been bombed. Two world wars on European soil. Never been bombed. Not a, not a piece of shrapnel. Nothing.
1: Yeah, they get to keep. uh, uh, Each citizen gets to be armed there too, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Yeah, a fully automatic. M16? You're, I yeah, know you have compulsory. Like you have a compulsory service, which I'm okay with. I think that's good. Um, it builds character. If your system is correct. Anyways, that's for... There's a lot more to this book that has come true and a lot of the stuff that is, in my opinion, completely cockamamie.
1: Yes. I, I-
0: But I think it was meant to be like that. This book was meant to be completely bombastic and like, oh, my God, like a big, you know, thermonuclear patriot bomb. I mean, how many times in the book does he say, wake up, people?
1: So it, it goes from like Behold the Pale Horse to Beyond the
0: Pale. Yes, most certainly. That's that's good. I like that from Beyond the Pale Horse to Beyond the Pale. I have to remember that one, too. But, Mm -hmm. yeah. No, I mean, a lot of it's cringy now. And again, you're right. It's 25 years later. Almost. You know. 20 years later. 20 years later. It's not ages that much. 20 years ago, the World Trade Center... Well, uh, George Bush was talking about the New World Order. You know, it's a big idea. A New World Order he mentioned it the next year on 9-11. 9-11, they're, you know, these guys like their numerology. We all know that. We're not going to get into that. He does that a little bit in the book.
1: I got a bombshell. What's that? David Chipman, Biden's appointee for ATF director and gun control policy advisor. He. Uh, get it. You're not going to believe this. FTM no
0: absolutely no the guy i mean the guy who's the doing the cool gi joe pose from the waco picture yeah, when where he there's was actually younger
1: uh, and fully and, and fully and fully roided and testosteroneed up right but there's but as, as he got as wait, 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 as, as, now, this, as
0: this one's gotten older it's turned back into a female uh what i was going to say yeah. was it's in the picture with a smoldering body. It's like posing literally with a trophy. Yeah. And this it's is disgusting Biden's individual. Pick. This is Biden's pick for the ATF, right?
4: Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like they said, they get up on a ladder and they put their little circumcised little schmeckle right in your face. And they say, what are you going to do about it? guy?"
1: It's, who, it, it's, it's, it's who they're going to put in charge of whatever they decide to call the Cohen Act that was predicted in that work of fiction that people aren't supposed to own and talk about.
0: Check out the picture in the chat. I am checking out the picture in the chat. They're just look showing that, that upper the same left,
1: guy. Uh, look at that upper left one. There, there are a couple other ones, uh, a couple other pictures too, but yeah, I
0: can that. kinda. There's no brow ridge. No. Right? There's no brow ridge. Females don't have a brow ridge. The chin implants. Yeah. I mean this is stuff Look that was Little Hands. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very little hands. Hey. Great, Great hairline.
1: Good for, good for good for that one. Mm-hmm. Getting to keep all that hair.
0: You know? Short very short neck.
1: Alligator arms.
0: Got to do that. Yeah, got to do the uh, the head shoulders thing there. I can't really tell. Well,
1: look. I mean, look at how wide. Look at how wide the the hips are in the uh, in the the uh, Waco picture.
0: Yeah. Look at the way. Yeah. I mean, the way the belt is sitting. Yeah. (laughs) Guys don't usually have the belt going that way. Okay. No. That's yeah. That's a woman's hips. Holy shit.
1: I don't know. like. I, I. I mean, this
0: is, I mean, I know uh, you,
1: this, is this, is your, a, this is something odd to drop at the end of a this uh, is like, of talking about the like, whole yeah. the pale horse, but, but uh, it, it fits, uh, to it tie fits. it in, to no. tie it in. supposedly, Bill Cooper had a meeting with Timothy McVeigh and his accomplice, and Timothy McVeigh just sat there like a stone-cold fish, and the accomplice talked the whole time, and Bill Coopers uh, supposedly said, "Get the fuck off my property." Just, just to try to tie it in with. Uh, oh yeah, when was me, that like?
0: Do you think that was Bill Cooper just trying to blow himself up? Oh, of
1: course. Yeah.
0: Do yeah you believe I, That I, even it, happened?
1: It. I don't think it happened.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I don't think a lot of things there, that Bill Cooper says in his book happened. Happened. There's a quite. There is quite a bit of, of all the things that happened, the least. Or of all the things that didn't happen, this didn't happen the least. Like, that happens a lot in this book. I'm like, come on. Some of the stuff, it's very hard to believe, especially when he gets into the alien stuff. (laughs) And he starts talking about the secret alien moon base with the Soviets. The secret Soviet and American moon base that also is alien.
1: Oh, uh, well, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get into There's that. There's a lot
0: more Behold a Pale Horse. We've gone over time. Uh, it's, oh, Jesus Christ. We're like two and a half hours with the song. All right. We're going to get out of here. And I don't think we have a creepypasta this week. Sorry about that, fam. But we'll be back. But um, all
1: this extra content, you know, you don't need one.
0: Yeah, exactly. There you go. You got an extra half an hour of us talking about the book. All right. We're going to get out of here. For D.B. Reinhardt. I'm Johnny. Don't forget to check us out on Telegram. Our telegram is t.me slash the Paranormies present. Reinhardt is t.me slash Nephilim hour, And Dogbot, you are t.me slash, t.me slash... t.me
1: slash chupacabra underscore kennel. Get in the kennel.
0: Get in the kennel.
1: In and Jack... Th- uh, thank you all 500 subscribers. As uh, very generous of you to listen to my rants each morning and the songs and silly stuff that I post on there. I appreciate it very much.
0: Hang right on, dude. Yeah, I I like I like the Chupacabra Kennel Rants. They're I try cool. to keep them short and sweet. Yep. They're good. I like them. Um, yeah, you know, we have our channel as well. Uh oh, Jack. Jack's internal shit posts. That's Jack's channel. Uh, we yeah, we I'd like to thank all of our all of our uh followers too. And it's followers on Telegram, right? Not subscribers. It's followers.
1: Uh, either or Okay. Uh, appreciators.
0: Appreciators. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, your average, you know, your average vlog fan versus your average paranormies podcast enthusiast. Right. That's, that's got to be a meme. But yes, we thank you all. We have we're over twenty. I think we broke twenty five hundred, didn't we? Let me pull up the Telegram real quick before we get out of here. That's the chat. Two two thousand eight hundred and seventy three subscribers. Right on. Thank you all very very much. That's great.
1: Uh, I love you- I, I love all you listeners. I don't want any of you to get pubeworms, worms, so do not wear the masks.
0: Yes, you don't want to get you don't want to get the smart fibers, the graphene smart fibers that are
1: pub worms that look like pubes under a microscope, moving around like worms. Pinchy, Gross.
0: Pinchy the pube worm. You don't want Pinchy the pube worm on your face, so don't wear the mask. Okay? No. Don't be a mask cuck. Right. All right. Just tell, tell, tell the,
1: tell them to fuck off.
0: You know. Yeah.
1: Fuck off. That's all, all you, you have to do. do. Yeah.
0: Yep. All right. We're gonna get out of here. We'll see y'all later.
1: Time travel makes you gay.